This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Kyoshiro Shadowmorn of Balmung, Kitty Woody of Hyperion, Haruka Erdsele of Shiva. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. I have such funny videos to send you. Ascalia. It's so confusing, I just want to get wasted. And Mika. That's what I'm talking about. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Uh, episode number 24. 24! And we are back in our studios in Eorzea. Hey, you know what's nice? Not being able to see my breath. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, good. <laughs> see you later, uh, Korthus and uh, Ishgard and Idle Shower. We, we, we you finally caved and called it Idol Shower. You're welcome. You resisted for weeks calling it that, and now you've broken down. Hey, Idol Shower? Idly Shower. Idly Mika, Shower. I know you're missing episodes left and right here, but you need to get on board. Yeah, That's come on. Now. Get, get with it. Get with it. So uh, we've, uh, we've traded one host for another, uh, joining us again. Uh, absent last week, but uh, for for good reason out at uh, at, at Otakon, right? Yes. yes. Uh, Nika joining us once again. Welcome back to the show, Nika. Thanks. Thank you. It's good to have you, you back. Guys, for some reason. And uh, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, yeah. Don't lie. Don't lie. You were not sitting at Otakon. Like you know, this is great, but you know who I miss? You know what I really miss right now? I want to be arguing about a video game with a bunch of guys who are assholes. That's what I want. Yeah. You could have just turned around and, and just started an argument with anyone in line about, like, Street Fighter or something and gotten the exact same effect. <laughs> I don't know. And anyway. that guy would have had a great story to tell for the rest of his life. Yeah. I was just standing at Otakon. This crazy girl talks around, turns around, just starts yelling at me about FF14. I don't play. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> I did have some interesting conversations about 14. We had talked about, I, I found a lot of people that were staying in rooms connected to mine all played. So we were having discussions about tanks and the game itself and alexander and it was, it was interesting well so, good times well there you go yeah uh we'll we'll be uh talking about plenty of that and absent this week is one mr Kahlo landers uh he is uh unfortunately not able to join us today uh and uh you know uh today's an exciting uh exciting day if you're listening live right now on twitch.tv slash limit break radio uh because after this show wraps up we we want to encourage you to stick around because coming up next is going to be episode number two of Final Encounter Cast, which is the general gaming show that uh, you guys have requested with your oh so generous uh, 
gifts uh, to us on on Patreon. And uh, I, I just saw the Patreon tick up again. Thank you guys so much for... Uh, I, I think we've gotten three today. We got one yesterday. You guys just keep... Uh, uh, giving us uh, awesome support over giving at, at, at patreon.com slash limit break radio. Uh, so thank you. If uh, if you want to become a member of the LB Army, head on over to L, uh, limit, to patreon.com slash limit break radio and uh, you can check out all of our different gift levels. Uh, I just I, 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 I this week heard from our artist Max V uh, who says that it should be another week or two uh, when uh, when we get the art. Uh, she was uh, waylaid by some uh, fr- some family issues and so uh, we want to send our best out to uh, Max V and her family and uh, you guys can look forward to that amazing piece of art coming soon uh, to uh, to our our gifts at Patreon uh, so uh, we are of course live in our studios here uh, in Eorzea we've got a small a little small audience a, a growing audience if you'd like to ch- to join us uh, you can uh, I, what is where is where is the oh my gosh uh, the studio located i can't remember it's we live there how do we not know this it's ward 2 plot 11 because because i hit the warp that's it because i just hit the warp thing and i'm here so i don't ever have to think about it uh anyway uh so also uh joining us of course is uh juxtaposition over there on the drops how you doing man uh doing good how you doing i'm all right uh thanks for uh do i do it naked no you can't (laughs) you really really shouldn't I'm gonna uh, just don't. I'm gonna do just, it naked. Just please don't. Yeah. No. Uh, and uh, number six is uh, here as well. So uh, speaking yeah. of number six, that is the number of times Rob from New York has tried to call in already. Oh wow! Really? Already? Yes. When I when I say that Rob serious? from New York tries to call in a lot, I am not joking. Six times, and we're not even we're not even right, uh, fifteen minutes into this program. <laughs> God. My God, uh, Rob, just relax, man. <laughs> We may get to you today. We may not. Anyway, we've got a great show for you uh, today on Limit Break Radio. Uh, And uh, we're going to be talking about Alex Savage uh, since we have our uh, resident endgame expert here with us uh, this week. Uh, now, as, Nika, confirm or deny? You've cleared all of Alexander Savage, oh, right? Totally, you are you are totally. qualified to talk about all this. Of this <laughs> 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 uh, so, uh, so yeah, uh, we're going to be talking about Alex Savage today, uh, as well as a uh, a topic that has struck a nerve both uh, in the studio when when we've talked about it, as well as with you guys, uh, because you guys keep emailing about it. Uh, we're going to be talking about raid anxiety. Uh, so, uh, we hope that you'll, uh, you'll stick around for that. Uh, I do want to thank all of the 244 people listening right at the top of the show, man. You guys, uh, are awesome catching us right from the beginning. Thank you so much. If you'd like to join us live, let's say you're listening on the podcast right now that you've downloaded from limitbreakradio.com. Uh, you can listen live by joining us on Sundays at twitch.tv slash limitbreakradio. And if you haven't come over to the, uh, to, to the account and followed it, do so maybe, uh, maybe toss a sub get some uh, cool emotes out of it uh, $4.99 a month at twitch.tv slash limit break radio all right cool uh, let's uh, I, I want to talk about uh, something real quick before we uh, get into uh, what little FF14 news there has been uh, and we you know we talked a little bit about the, the you know the Patreon campaign right at the top but I want to share with you uh, 
what your support at Patreon has been able to uh, provide for us, because in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be launching a brand new website for Limit Break Radio. Uh, it's going to be way like a, a much better layout. Uh, we're going to be concentrating on uh, displaying and serving the main reason why people come to LimitBreakRadio.com, and that is the show. I, I mean, that just seems like it, it the makes logical sense. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't um, know, Nero. Do you, do, you, I don't, do you think the old site might look dated or something? I think it does. Oh, and, and you know, one of the things that's always bothered me about the site is that, you know, let's say, uh, you know, let's say I want to put up like a, a text post or I want to promo the, the next show, the next live show or whatever uh, to do. If I was going to do that, that text post would automatically push down the episode post on the front page. And if you're trying to get people to notice the content that you're putting out that's really kind of bad that's counterproductive yeah you don't want to do that so it's like you got to like think like oh well maybe i want to post this now but i'm gonna like wait two days so this has enough time to be at the top well this new site it takes care of all of that you're going to be able to comment uh at the site and uh of course it's going to have uh all of the content that our current site has uh just in a new form so be on the lookout for that in the next couple of weeks uh that's super exciting and also so uh, we've got a site put together finally for uh, Final Encountercast, which again is coming up after this show right here on twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. But you can check that out over at FinalEncounterCast.com. Okay, so now with that out of the way, let's talk about what's going on in FF14 right now. This uh, past week, we saw a quick hot fix that uh, was actually pretty substantial in what it added uh, because it's now uh, it, it has... Uh, added two more pieces of loot to Alex normal mode which makes grinding Make, for gear a whole lot more reasonable. It makes the difference. Uh, it does, especially because nobody really cares about... I mean, it's it was just more of a no, an annoyance to have to run it that many times yeah. more than anything. And, and so the, the problem is because now that Savage is out, people's raid groups aren't running it so people are pugging it and when you are dirty findering it and you're rolling against people every single time right. and you're like, okay, well what if this piece doesn't even drop what if you know i have to roll against 12 people or you know whatever yeah so. it's i don't know i think it's made duty findering alex normal way more reasonable but i mean yeah. it's kind of killed it's kind of killed it for party finder i don't i barely see yeah that's I, what i was trying to find uh, a party I've seen finder a couple before. recently but you know, it's, you know, not it's always only for three or four though it's never for one or two well oh, one i joined two one for two and it was pretty bad so. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I sort of feel like feel like a party finder is the way to go for two because it uh, more often than not becomes a clusterfuck. You know, I just like to say to SE, like, thank you for this because if you know if you happen to go eleven straight uh, third turns uh, without getting a piece of gear, despite the fact that four are dropping every run, it's not infinitely more annoying or anything. <laughs> Thanks, Square Enix. But, well, you know, really, what the problem is is just you suck at everything. Uh, yeah, get better. But, with the the new fix, Get though, better. you are guaranteed one of each drop. <laughs> what that show there do you is. think this is? Get better. Yeah, <laughs> you heard me. Unfortunately, 
so uh, yeah, that's uh, that's been uh, that's been that. Uh, also, there is a design a hairstyle contest that's going on right now. Uh, you can find more information about that at the Lodestone. Uh, I saw Matt tweeted uh, the other day. Uh, Matt Hilton uh, tweeted that some of the entries didn't get submitted properly, or uh, something happened with the uh, with the entries. I don't know. Uh, uh, so if you had submitted an entry earlier this week, uh, make sure you go back and uh, I don't know. Double check to make sure those. I don't know. I don't I know what see the fuck a Nero with a mullet before this is over. Uh, <gasps> That'd be great. I, I know that. Uh, I know that Denmo uh, designed a, a really sweet beard. It didn't have any hair. It didn't come with like a hairstyle. It had like actually a lack of hair. It was more like a Hulk Hogan mullet that was attached to it. <laughs> but the beard was sweet. And uh, Square Enix, you know which one gets my vote. Go with the beard. Go with. I the wonder beard. if they'll even count that. Though. No, they probably won't. Hairstyles. No, they but probably they won't. But they should. One boy style will win. Yeah, but they should. They, they, I mean, we need. That's what we need. We've needed it for a long time. If they can, if they can adjust all of the helmets to incorporate Ora horns. All right. Then they Fair can enough. do it for beards, or they can just make the beards go away and just make it a helmetless option because you can just shove your beard inside your helmet. Or they, what they, they gave you those iron beards that you get to wear as armor. No, fuck that. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> dumb. Beard helmet. That's dumb. <laughs> that's your beard. That shit is dumb. Enjoy it. No. I don't enjoy it. I didn't either. I get that piece of gear on. I'm like, I look like fucking a Nero leveling up now. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? They have uh, the Christmas mustache. There you go. That's your, that's your facial hair. Ugh, Does that count? God, no. Even if it was an item. Honestly, if it was an item that gave a beard, I would glamour the beard. I would. Honestly. Make just make make a beard happen. We're getting a freaking Santa do, Claus beard for her Christmas do, event this year. Do, do the same. Do, use the same uh, idea uh, that you did behind the the Christmas mustache, and and you know just make it a beard. Make it a beard. Or what they need to do is make a beard, like a nice big full Ramu type beard. Yes, and then make it for females only. No. <laughs> That would be a kick in the dick. <laughs> Females only. Lol. Uh, so if that's something that you want to participate in, head on over to the Lodestone for more information. We're not going to waste time actually giving you the details about it on the show, but you can you can pursue it. You can if, look it up. If You're you, big boys. If you deem it necessary. Yes. Uh, so uh, thanks for uh, thanks for uh, tuning in today. Uh, it's uh, it's an exciting show today because, of course, Nika is back, yay! And uh, Nika can finally give us some uh, insights into uh, you know into into thoughts about uh, Alexander Savage mode. Uh, so uh, Nika, why don't you walk us through? Like uh, I, I know that you've only had some limited experiences with yeah. some of these some of these. Uh, uh, floors, but uh, but why don't you go ahead and give us your take on uh, on what Square Enix gave us with Alex Savage? Well, let me start with saying I know we were all wondering before why they didn't release Savage first and then give us the story mode later. But I will say that having done the story mode first, it's a lot easier to understand and grasp the mechanics of Savage, even without having ever even done the fight in the first place. Sure, yeah. Um, so I do think that it was maybe a good strategy. Like all I had to do was kind of read a guide, and I was like, oh. I see how that's different than the original cool and I got it right away so I think maybe that is kind of how they were planning on easing in the more casual players into trying stuff like Savage um, I mean a lot of the mechanics are the same except the biggest thing that they've changed is that everything is a major DPS check 
And so I'm not, I've been trying to debate with myself if this is real difficulty or if it's artificial difficulty in the sense of like the mechanics are the same, but a little harder or a little different. But really the only real challenge is just trying to get enough DPS, which will no, like naturally come as we get more esoteric gear in the coming weeks. So I'm not sure if that really counts as difficulty or if that's just kind of like how they're trying to prevent you from just plowing through all the content. Well, it's already been cleared, though, so, I mean... It, if- it, it has been, but the thing is, is that, like, the, like no, I don't think anyone's cleared A4 yet. Not yet, so no. So, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure a lot of it just comes from DPS check. Like, people go in, Faust DPS check, you have to have the tank, even the tank that's grabbing the ads, throw DPS on Faust just because we don't have the gear to plow through it otherwise. Like, it's ridiculously high DPS check. Well, that's like, how it should be. He, he I mean, does sh- get a free ride. Well, and I, it's, uh, well but- I agree, but what I'm saying is I feel like it's almost artificial difficulty. Like, the fights aren't hard. Like, Savage 1 is not hard. Like, we got the mechanics down, like, the first or second time through it. Right. The fact is just getting enough DPS, which in, you know, two, three weeks when everyone has a bunch of ESO gear, it won't even be hard at all anymore. Yeah. Like that's where you know I'm just not sure if that's really the kind of difficulty we were looking well, for. Well, that's but that's the thing though that I mean they did say from the beginning that you know you would need stuff like Alex normal mode gear to be able to clear Savage mode. So it just seems kind of natural that like for a lot of them, yeah, it's it's basically a big DPS check because that that check lowers itself as gear increases, like everyone's DPS increases as your gear gets better. I, I've watched my, you know, my crits go from, you know, uh, 1.2 K to almost 2 K when I crit, you know what I mean? And that's just, that's just with gear getting better. And so because everyone's DPS output is getting better, that it, it's, you know, right now, because it's such a strict check, you've got to have amazing DPS that are, you know, firing on all cylinders to be able to make that shit work. But as gear gets better, that requirement is going to be less and less and less. Right. And I feel like that's not necessarily the difficulty that all of us are crying for. That's true. We want things harder. It's not that we just want things like gated. You know, it's that we want them to be actually difficult. Like, yeah, there's like a big tank buster now where like if I don't pop Rampart and Sentinel, I'm going to die. Like it's that that big of a buster does like 20k by itself right. and like there's huge like prey busters and like aoe splash damage is huge and like the part with the the ads and the lasers that come down there's four lasers four ads and if you don't if you miss one the whole party wipes you know it's like there's a lot going on but the mechanics aren't difficult to grasp so it's like once you understand it it's really just about having the gear or being able to ma- like min max your dps as much as possible well, well how many fights have really had mechanics that were difficult to grasp T9 was very difficult for a lot of people to grasp. Like, just where to stand, what to do, what do you move in and out, and all this kind of crap. And it took people a long time to really understand what that meant. Whereas with this, if you've even done the normal mode once, you kind of understand the changes in the mechanics right away. Do you think T9 would have been easier had there been an easy mode first for people to practice on? Because I thought, for me, a lot of T9's difficulty was, you know, you only get to the, the later parts of the fight every so often, and then when you get there, you're like, oh, shit, I haven't practiced this. I mean, yes, I agree with that. But another part of T9 was just people understanding. Like, even the meteors were so hard for people to understand. Like, don't put them too close to each other. Make sure you, you know, feed certain colors. And, like, that was just so confusing I, for a lot of people. I don't know. I think that that's a fair point. Had there been, like, kind of a normal mode of, uh, you know, like, or a turned down version of T9, 
that that you know like that would have provided enough of a roadmap for people to be able to learn enough of the mechanics i just don't think that feeding golems meteors is any harder than get killing the ads under all four lasers well no i you no, know what I, the thing is is that was like new like we hadn't seen right. weird mechanics like that but now but all of, of like the, the new all of the new mechanics were were kind of like thrown in with normal mode so they're not a surprise when you get to savage mode so really all you're dealing with is like you said, Nika, is, you know, increased tank busters, increased, you know, DPS checks. Yeah, I mean, they changed the way resin bombs work and they actually like leave pools on the ground. But I mean, even still, all you have to do is bait them to the side and then you're good. So it's I mean, that's why I don't feel like when we're asking for more difficult content, this isn't the kind of difficulty I was. I don't know. OK, well, hold on. Hold on. You've only gotten to Savage A1, though. Yeah, we we've enraged at like 11 percent. OK, so. Let's just move past that for one second. Uh, have you seen anything on A3? Is that like the kind of stuff that the you're a- talking a3, about? A3 is breaking a lot of people. It I mean, pretty a3, insane when we watch A3 it. Is, is legitimately insane. But I mean, uh, is it just because of all the splash damage and healing checks going on? Or like... I don't know. I honestly, I don't know what makes it insane. I've caught it. I've caught it a couple of times on streams, but it's like, uh, you know, I'm nowhere near to the point where I'm like, oh, I should probably be figuring out a strategy for this. Like, no, I, I mean, like I'm not there. In terms of all the Alexanders, I feel like Square Enix is not making it easy on healers. Almost every single move, I think, does AOE or splash damage in the sense that healers are really pushing their their MP to the limits, and I, I'm not even sure. Like, okay, I mean, well, I think if that's we a big don't, something like what I mean is when I look at A3, I see mechanics that are going to be hard for the healers with all the extra splash damage. There's the three tornadoes now coming out of the sluices. The tanks are going to have some more difficulty because he pops the hand at the same time that the big guy's still walking around doing stuff. It seems like there's a lot of difficulty to it to me. But I mean, I don't, you know when I get there, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, from what I heard, two didn't take people like after people cleared one two I hear didn't two take is a long time it was easier to figure out and get through and the dps check was probably about the same but once they got to three they're pretty much just like nope fuck you yoshi but i so, thought two i thought two was easier in the normal version two than one was yeah so. because t- turn i mean turn two is pretty much like what turn four was back in original coil where there's like waves and waves and waves of mobs so as long as you know what to expect you're fine yeah so there, I mean, that's that's kind of the basics of uh, turn one, turn two, turn three is the one that is breaking people. Uh, that is just like that. It it really is just a, apparently a gigantic uh, fuck fest when you get in there. Like it's you just you, it's it's legitimately hard. Turn three, a giant fuck fest. Uh, well, it's his penis, and he can do whatever he wants with it. There you go. Uh, no, I, I, I've... A lot of people have been struggling on it. Uh, you know, what was what was the quote from uh, Lucrezia, which was just like, <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, um, Elysium, uh, it, I think they got the world, the actual world first kill. Yes. Uh, and, and so... They killed it, I believe tuesday this week like most like they didn't beat it within the first week they beat it on tuesday which i mean to me i don't i think i think that does say gear check more than anything they needed another round of isotomes to be able to well i mean or alexander i i i okay well okay think of it this way like you can't really like these are the top rating guilds like in the entire game i mean 
not very many people could do it without the gear. So the fact that the world first raids needed the gear to do it speaks to me that you need to be on top of your game even through one, two, three, four, a month's worth of esoteric gear to be able to clear it. So... You're kind of saying if the world first group needed the gear, then we're going to get our asses kicked. Yeah, and you're still going to, like, it's so... But again, I just think that that's Square Enix just making us think the content is difficult. I mean, that really bothers me. Like, people still will wipe the T5 because they don't understand Twisters. Like, that's a mechanics difficulty people don't understand. I don't... This well, is, t- This is literally, like, in a month when we have all our SO gear, we're just going to blow through this content. Well, you really I, think so? You really think so? I think, I think that that's uh, that maybe uh, uh, applicable for for floor one and floor two but i i think that there's probably got to be some mechanical difficulty for three there has to be if no there, i'm sure there is but i just feel like that even i don't know i mean i'll let you know when i get to that floor but from what it feels like it, for a group that's not necessarily world first but maybe like mine who like tries to push content at our own pace but still is kind of on top of things i feel like a group like mine as soon as we get the gear it's not going to matter and that bothers me well, so. you should have... Okay, now, this is the problem I have, is that, like, if you're saying that A1 is just a gear check, then, like, I don't really, like... Oh, gosh, I can't even put into words what I'm trying to say. Like, you guys, like, all you guys okay. have to be be you on the top of your game to be able to do this stuff, and just because, like, having a little bit more gear eases that requirement, like, that's... I don't see a problem with that, because, like... Even if you're like you have to be on top of your game to be able to clear these floors, even floor one. I mean, that's what you would expect. And you don't need the gear. I mean, uh, take a look at Samus and his pug group that cleared a one savage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm mean, sure I, I'm saying I, I think, his group, but yeah, I'm saying that if you need gear to clear a one savage, then you're a scrub. <laughs> no, I, I, I show me your clear Jackson. No, come on. I, I don't. I think. I think that that's. Uh, it's. It's a huge. It's a huge wall until a lot of people start filling up more slots with with esoteric pieces. I mean, there's the gap. If you want to, you know, if you if you want to get real about it, like that's once once you start filling in that gap with more SO pieces, the 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 strict requirement for the DPS check on Faust and uh, on on uh, yeah, on the oppressor are are both going to be eased quite considerably. And and I mean like that is uh, that I, I think that that is a legitimate criticism to say simply out gearing the challenge is is maybe kind of a lazy design where there should be more of a mechanic check. But that's the thing. This is a one like this is like the doorway. You need this much damage. You need this much gear to get through. If you don't have it, then you don't progress and you shouldn't progress. But if you have the gear and you have the damage and you have the skill, then it should be a walk, uh, a walkover and walk through. Wasn't in uh, Juxta you played. Wow. Yes. There was an enemy in one of the dungeons called the butcher. I want to say. Uh, oh, my God. Who was literally a straight. Gear no, check. That's it, all he yeah. was. That's um, all he was. It was he was there? He was the first part of the dungeon, and you had to kill him to basically show that you had the gear to progress in the raid. Yeah, the giant abomination. I know. I know yeah. what you were talking about. So this is this is kind of like that. Yeah, it's, that's a one savage. Is as do you have the required DPS to continue in savage? Yeah, and that's and Faust is basically like a mini version of that. If yeah. you can't beat me, then. What are you doing here? You shouldn't be here. Yeah. Well, that's and but that's fair. ADS sort of acted like that in T one. Exactly. But yeah, I don't know. That I, I don't, that's totally fair. Patchwork was the name. Patchwork. Yes. Kyle, th- thank uh, you, Kyle, for that. 
Um, but no, like, and I, I, I don't know what they're doing with T or A floor two. Like that should have been actually a legitimate fight somehow. But well, you, I mean, you talk about um, people still wiping on twisters. It's because people don't understand the mechanic of twisters. It's not a very difficult concept, right? Right. But people don't understand it. But that's I, to me, it's that's just, just like going. At, I mean, if you more go- people understand lasers in A one because it's 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 a, it's a mechanic. If you don't know how lasers work and you don't know to kill the enemy underneath the laser, right. you will wipe just like you would wipe the twisters. Right. Well, and 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 but again, like because that mechanic exists in normal mode as well, it's it just a it's lot so, easier to grasp. Yeah, it's so much easier for for people to grasp. And I, I mean, I don't know if that's a good thing. I I, that's, I would say probably overall that that's a that's it's, a good thing. It's a good thing, thing in trying to get more people into the end game race in the long run. Yeah, I think you're right. Probably tried it. My roommate and I were talking about Faust as a concept, A One Savage Faust as a concept, and like you say, he is a straight. DPS check. If your group cannot do enough damage to him, you cannot advance. And to us, we both kind of agreed, maybe that would be the impetus to allow for an in-game parser in the game. Because if you're going to have a mechanic that requires X DPS... Shouldn't you have a show your players a way to? I don't know, man, because that's I don't know that that's a mechanic. Again, I think that that's more of a gear check than it is a mechanic check. But, but in trying to encourage people to get that DPS, it would. I mean, the only reason we kind of know, like, oh, to beat Faust, you need to have this much raid or party wide DPS. I mean, we'd only know that with third party parsers. A, a, that's a true. group who's going in without any third party programs doesn't know how much more they have to increase their DPS. Like, we can look at the monk and be like, oh, I have to get 100 more DPS out of me. Let me try to min max my rotation a little bit better. But for a group that's completely like not using any of those programs, what in the game is letting them know other than just, you didn't kill me fast enough? Yeah, that, I nope. guess that's a good point. Well, your other party members who are parsing you and telling right. you. Right. So that's oh, what I'm, so I'm thinking. If there's a if group no one has who, it. who isn't using that at all, like as, as, as the game is intended, quote unquote, you're not supposed to have those third party. I don't, so. I don't know. If you're doing if you're doing savage mode and you're not running a parser, no. like, I think <laughs> no, you, I, you, I, you might not, be doing I it wrong. I disagree with you, but I'm <laughs> no. saying in terms of the way the game is made and from the developer's point of view, there is not a parser to let you know what you're doing. No, right, but, I, well, I mean, if you're going to have a mechanic that is literally deal this much damage or you lose there that's, needs to be that's a way kind to tell open. you how much more damage you need right, or exactly. how much okay, more that, you have to push yourself and there's no way for anyone to know oh actually all the four DPS are doing a thousand damage they're meeting their requirements but the, one of the healers is being lazy and isn't doing damage there's okay. no way to know that okay right. that's fair that, that's fair and I think once you know once the API comes out and we start you know we start getting plugins and stuff like that uh, you know I, 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 I've I think that that's that's probably justifiable to say like, look, yeah, we need we need a, a you know a parser. I don't speak for anyone else, but when I found out that I was being parsed, like I stepped up my game because I want to be on top. And you know what? Once I figured out that I wasn't on top, and it was uh, mostly due to my internet connection, I downloaded this program, uh, a VPN to reroute it so I had less lag basically yeah. and oh hey now I'm doing 200 more DPS wow. who knew wow. wow my roommate ran a parser on me the other day and that's what led me to trying out keyboard I didn't stick with it but I learned uh, that I could make another keyboard hotbar to ch- keep my global cooldowns up completely reworked my rotation and now my DPS is up almost 150-200 points because of it like parsers can help you no they well they do help they do you help I think you. objectively I that we can say that about the Griefing and what yes, comes from absolutely. having it. I mean, because like people are saying in the chat too, 
you can e- easily have like a if you don't make this much DPS, then I mean, if it's an in-game program, they could easily use this as a reason to kick you from the. Gr- yeah, but I think mm. that that's it's it's such an abstracted argument because I don't think that that happens nearly as often as people say or think it does. Yeah. And if it does happen, it's usually because you're doing 400 DPS and you should be doing 1,000. Yeah, well, yeah. There's, and frankly, there's if you're that. doing 600 under what you should be doing yeah, in then, Savage, you probably shouldn't be there. Right. No, but in that I mean, but in that case, some people would be willing to teach you, but sure. I feel like it's a lot of times if you get singled out, people are going to get really defensive. Well, hold on. How can you teach someone yeah. 600 DPS? In that case, you're a bad, just, get out of here. They're not doing their rotation right, and you can easily just type it out for them. I don't know. Uh, but if you're an A1 Savage, you should not be needing people to teach you your new your rotation. <laughs> right, that's fair. I think that's reserved for the training dummy. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. But, uh, but I mean, I think it would be a good, it was a good learning story. I thought I, my DPS was going to be a little bit higher than where it was at. And when, you know, my friend parsed me and I was like, oh, I'm not over a thousand right now. Well, I would like to be over a thousand. Let's see what I can do to my rotation to get it up a little bit. And then, you know, after reworking, putting my off global cooldown bar. Boom, over a thousand. Oh, shit. Yeah. Look at that. Ascalia got good. Ascalia got Hashtag good. got good. Uh, all right. So, uh, th- so we, we had mentioned earlier that, uh, it, you know, that, uh, Elysium, uh, was the, uh, it was the first one to, uh, get the, uh, Alex Savage, uh, three clear. And, uh, they, I, I don't, I don't think that they've put out an actual video of the fight. Uh, but they did put out this this thing on YouTube, uh, which is their their victory, like the audio of their victory. This is uh, from their uh, from their, their, their Skype or their team speak or whatever. I don't know what VoIP they're using, but here uh, I, this is we you know, we, we I actually played this during my stream when it when it first. Uh, oh, did you? Out. Yep. Uh, well, we you know, when uh, when T5 was the one to beat, when that was the one that everyone was uh, was really struggling on, uh, there was a pretty good we we played the, you know, their victory video and got a that was a pretty great fucking reaction. So uh, let's uh, let's check out. uh <laughs> Let's let's check out the reaction from Elysium here. Play these fluids. I'm farther right. Stay here, right. stay right here, Senpai. Keep going, guys. Keep going. You're gonna kill me, fault. I didn't know. Keep going. Burn it. Burn it. Burn it. I love how you match the keyboard like I do. Do it. Oh God. It's just like drag. It's just Dragon Ball Z screaming at this point. <laughs> I think this is Cell versus Gohan round two. Yes! Fucking fuck me! Oh my god! Fuck! Yo, Leroy, go. Oh, awesome. That was so amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Uh, We'll have a link to that at our website, LimitBreakRadio.com, along with this episode post. And uh, yeah, congratulations to uh, those in Elysium for uh, that world first kill. And uh, now, uh, now the community starts uh, to focus its attention on uh, on on floor four. Uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you have to fight all four legs now. Is, is that, that right? 
Uh, is that, I know I, like nothing about four. Yeah, that's what I read somewhere, but that could be. They're just like the people. only. How many people have cleared three at this point? No, I don't know. Like I honestly they have might no still idea. Be the only ones. Uh, it, you know, they, they it very they very well could be. Um, and uh, yeah, so information very scant at this point about uh, floor four. Uh, but uh, yeah, th- I, I, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting with uh, as many people struggling on uh, on turn three or floor three rather. Uh, it, I'm I'm really kind of curious to see what what floor four is going to end up throwing out. Like uh, I don't know. Do you, do you do you have any predictions, Nika, based on what we have seen already in normal mode? What we might get with uh, with Savage here? Gosh, I don't even know. I just know that floor four normal, even for a lot of people, is a big healing check. So I am I feel very bad for the healers uh, in Savage. <laughs> more uh, more orbs very, are very, just very continuous the entire yeah. fight. More orbs, I mean, I'm more lasers. To think of specific mechanics. I can imagine, like actually, the last time we did floor four normal, we bugged out that uh, when you get drawn in to kill the ad in the background. Yeah, like someone died as they were trying to get drawn in. And then the tank died back there by himself, and then like it wasn't—they were just stuck there. And then, for, and then eventually it pulled like two more DPS back, and it was just horrible. Oh yeah, like, it was horrible. It, it, it is bad if the tank dies back there. I don't I, like. Uh, what do you think? Multiple mobs when you get I sucked I in? I, I, I mean, or, like, like if Faust. it would be different, different people, or like I don't—I don't even know. I'm trying to think of like. Because some of the mechanics seem fairly simple, like, you know, the orbs target someone and come out and you have to break them. But I right. can only imagine, like, now they're going to give some kind of, like, vulnerability so you can't break a whole bunch. You need to spread out or something. Yeah, you know? you're like, going to have to take turns getting hit like by that. it. Or I they're going mean, to move faster. I they're gonna, the tank yeah, they got to go faster. There'll probably be more of them. How about orbs just the entire fight? <laughs> they never <laughs> stop. I mean, oh, probably something similar to that. Or like the that move that spawns out on healers that they just kind of heal themselves through. I bet you're going to have to pass it because you can pass it by running into people. I'm willing to bet that you can't just like heal spam the healers through it and they're going to have to pass it somehow. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you know, like we, we've seen really, you know, intense stuff like everyone gets marked with, uh, you know, a plus minus mark or a plus plus mark or in the main tank that in a three savage i mean that's pretty crazy uh so it just seems like you know there's there's a lot that you could do to uh to to ramp that difficulty up unlimited hazama says uh faust appears in the quarantine room now <laughs> that's what you're gonna deal with <laughs> <laughs> i said oh god uh yeah it, i mean it just it, it seems like uh you know they're they're turning up the intensity uh savage mode definitely delivered in terms of uh challenge i do like that uh, ostensibly if uh, assuming that savage a4 is as much of a challenge as we think it is uh that there is there that there are two substantial challenges associated with this savage as opposed to just one that we would get every time with uh w- you know with binding coil uh you know it, it, i mean it, it really time will be the ultimate judge of that it, it, you know will savage a3 remain difficult or will it end up being sort of like you know t8 or uh you know t7 where it was really hard and then you know after a <laughs> while and yeah then they nerfed it and then everyone Do you really it out. think they're eight. gonna they're gonna nerf it turn or seven, echo it seven echo savage i think they'll get an echo eventually <clears throat> eventually yeah like, you know, two or why? three times down the road why would they do that? Oh, because whiny crybabies. But normal mode. No, it, it's also for the... No, okay. Because whiny crybabies want their gear, too. And Square Enix says normal mode. 
Well, but, uh, but go, go suck on your pacifier. People. It's over in normal mode. But the, but the normal mode, the normal mind mode, your diapers. The no, normal it's also mode. for people. I mean, the reason they do it is because they want a player to be able to pick up the game and be able to catch up to the average player fairly quickly. So you know, three patches down the road when no one's really doing these ones anymore, but there are still new players. They need the echo or whatever to encourage other people to come help with it. They yeah, have and gear, a, and, and 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 normal mode won't won't the the gear from that won't help me uh, progress to be able to do the next. The next Floors, yeah, right. the next set of floors. So, and that's usually when Echo gets added, when the next set of floors get added. So, well, yeah, but at that point, you're going to have item level 270. I mean, <laughs> you're going to really need Echo at that point? Exactly. There's no reason to do A1 normal yeah, at so that they point. They add the Echo to get people to just. To help. I like Juxta's uh, timeline where we're all at I-500 by next June. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that does seem if like the shoe the- fits. I mean, we're I don't edge. doubt that. I mean, they jumped from like what? what they what said was the end of freaking the end. Of, it was one thirty at the end of the last one, and we're already right. up to two hundred, two ten. Right? Like, yeah. You, I mean, that's just like. Let's just look at the the current like end game. We jumped so like eighty eye levels in a month. We jumped from <laughs> one sixty from dungeon gear to two hundred. That's forty tier or forty item levels. It's not unheard of to go another forty in the next expansion with the savage mode that's going to come out. Because that's all we're ever going to have is savage modes of Alexander for Heaven's Word. No, we still need to figure out what's going to uh, be the 24-man content, and we still need to figure out what's happening at those fucking airship islands, because that may end up being something. So, <laughs> You know, from my yeah. unique perspective here, I can just see Juxta like, trying to twist that knife into a Nero's rib just a little <laughs> bit there. <laughs> Uh, you're, I mean, you're not wrong, but I, you know, so many people, when I said it, uh, were like, just wait, just wait. Square Enix has got something. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see when, we have when 3.1. We expansion to see, and we will. Uh-huh. You hear that? That's, that's the sound of my belief. <laughs> okay. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. All right. We will see. That's your penis. Okay. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> his belief is his penis. Oh, well, I believe in my penis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's small. Let's, you see, his belief is small, just like his penis. Ah! Oh, God. That, you know, it took me a second, but actually, that one, that one worked. That was pretty that, good. That was good slam. That was good it's slam. the second that it took, it took for it him took, to explain it to you. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. All right, I'm going to pull back the curtain for just one second. I didn't arrive to that conclusion until literally three seconds after I said all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, we, we, know, we know. We know. Yeah, that's, we know. No, that's not that part of it is not surprising. No, no. I had you guys going. Uh, so if uh, if you'd like to join in uh, to the conversation, you can uh, give us a call. Uh, send a Skype message over to Limit Break Radio or give us a call. 810-515-8715. If you want to jump in about uh, Alex Savage mode uh, or if you'd like to talk about our current topic today, which we're going to move on to now, and that is raid anxiety. Uh, this uh, uh, we we got this email uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we were so overloaded with email that we didn't really get a good chance to unpack this and talk about it. And since then, we've made mention to we've made mention of it in the in the last two episodes. Uh, we've gotten a lot of emails about it, so uh, we figured you know we should probably talk about this. This would probably be a good uh, uh, topic of discussion here today. So yeah, do you listen to a podcast that tells you to get good and stop sucking, and now you're nervous to go into a dungeon? <laughs> 
This nope. is the episode for you. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> suck it, Dick Cream. You don't like it, get better. Yeah, that's that's what raid anxiety amounts to. Uh, so, Jeez. It, the I mean, the first question is: Is raid anxiety real? And I think the fact that uh, you know so many people have uh, you know have have chimed in with, "Hey, I felt this too," and and we've all sort of uh, you know uh, uh, kind of put it out there. That yeah, it is. I think it is a very real thing that exists um you know uh i i don't always i i think i think the key to it is being able to push through it and whether or not you're able to push through the anxiety and go yeah fuck it i'm gonna do this anyway you know what i mean um and and so uh nika like you do the most rating out of any of us i would say uh do you think rate anxiety is a real thing it definitely is a real thing, but what I was trying to actually think about in terms of this topic, and I'd actually want to take some callers on this if they can attest to this, is if people with social anxiety or anxiety in real life, how that translates over to anxiety in the game. Because I, I kind of feel like that that goes almost hand in hand a little bit. Um, although I do feel like there is definitely some some anxiety for people who don't have social anxiety in the real world, just in terms of the pressure and in terms of how, like, in a game where you're in a closed server and you have a name attached to your character, that, you know, fucking something up can really affect your reputation and it can affect whatever, you know, lots of other things. Um, and I think there's a lot of anxiety that comes that comes with that. I mean, I think for me, there's less anxiety when I'm running with my group because we're all friends and we all can help each other out and we're not going to like bitch at each other for fucking up. We're going to help each other, but less so in pug groups or party finder groups. That's where I get anxiety. Yeah, no, I, and, and I think, I think that that's true. I think, uh, if you have a static, uh, or, you know, just a close group of friends that you run with that, that does have an effect of taking a lot of the pressure off. Uh, I, I, I know that I feel rate anxiety, but I, and I think that that's, that's an apt observation, Nika, that I feel it way more if I'm in a group of randos and especially if it's a, you know, if it's like eight man content, uh, then I really feel like the pressure is even a little bit more on uh, because you've got you've got more people who are paying attention to what you're doing. Um, so, yeah, how do you, uh, you know, I, I, we'd, we'd love to hear from you if uh, if you'd like to call the show, send a Skype message over to Limit Break Radio or 810-515-8715. Now, that's funny that that you guys have uh, Nero has more problem or more anxiety when running with random people opposed to people he knows uh, because when I'm running with people that I know that I don't really like uh, haven't really ran with before uh, I have a lot more anxiety with that than I do just going into a party finder and going doing whatever see I, I mean I think it's different I think you know I do think that server reputation ha- does have a little bit to do with it because I I, I think I feel the pressure a bit more if I'm in a party finder of, you know, people that are I know from Sargentanis. I, I I take some of the pressure off by going, okay, I'm gonna queue for a random thing in Duty Finder and it's not gonna matter. You know, like if I tell myself that, then it really doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like I it, the the effect is real. So at the same time, I do understand what you're talking about, Juxta. I just uh I I I I th- I, I, I I think that a static has a way of taking the pressure off depending on who the static is with. Like if yeah. it's if it's your friends and like you're that, all like that you, you know, know about yeah that's yeah. one thing. If but. it's if it if it's like a performance static and like you had to like 
put in an application for <laughs> it, oh, and like you know, I'll, I'll go, email go, you my resume. You, yeah, you had to go meet the guy at the training dummy to prove your DPS. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. that's different. Like, yeah, that's right. that's going to be way more intense. See, but, I think my anxiety comes from just being a tank. I think like I love tanking and tanking in my group. Like we kind of get a, a groove, and then I realize when I join a duty finder or party finder, my group sometimes tank things in positions that everyone else is like, "What are you doing? We've never seen anyone do it that way before." And I'm like, "Oh." Yeah, that's true. And so then I'm like, oh, so even still, like, I mean, I've been trying to do uncapped pony farms to get those last few ponies, and I've been doing Ramu Ramu recently, and I, for some reason, as a tank, have always fucked up the orbs or whatever. I know how to do it, but now people are doing it like solo tank, or they're doing it uncapped, and the phases are different, so I refuse to tank that, because I am terrified of being, like, laughed at for not knowing what to do. So I only join that as Black Mage, so I can just sit back and pew-pew things, because I am terrified of, like, being the one that gets called out. Yeah, no, I, I that's that's fair. I don't, I don't. I mean, I'm not sure that I would ever put my anxiety level on terrified, but uh, you know, I, uh, I, I, to be honest, I would because like, all right, uh, stream everyone. Gonna be level with you. This is, oh, we're it, gonna get real now. We're gonna get real. Okay. Hashtag is, real talk. This is coming from the heart of juxtaposition, but uh, a lot of the reason, like way back when coil was a thing. And, uh, like, Nika was saying that she would uh, drag me uh, through T5 or whatever. I would blow her off a lot of the time just because her group is, like, actually good and, like, <laughs> they know what to do and stuff. And so, like, that, like, really freaked me out. Yep. So that's a lot of the reason why I would not go with her. The, I was just about to say, the only time lately I've been super high rate anxiety was when Nika's group invited me to go along into Alexander with them. <laughs> I was terrified for that run. Just like, oh my god, they're all good. I know they're running parsers, and if I fuck it up, they're gonna see it. Nobody <laughs> said anything about your DPS, by the way, so... <laughs> I don't believe you! We didn't you. expect you to be on the top, so that doesn't matter. And, like, <laughs> and the thing is, like... Nobody, How does that feel? How does that no, feel, Ascalia? Well, and you put on, like, a healing ring to make the... D- I level. That's so. got to no. That's got to be a bit of it. That's got to be a bit of a kick in the balls because they were like, "Look, we don't expect much out of you, so it doesn't matter." No, we expect it. you to be yeah, number six on the DPS. I wanted to give. I had to put on a sh- to someone we knew rather than a pug. I so. had to put on a shaman's earring to get my uh, eye level high enough to enter. Yeah, you so I really like wasn't ring to get in. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Um, and it like was in the terms of what Juxta was talking about, like I mean. I I'm actually curious to why you were feeling that way because I flat out said we will carry you. Like, the people in the link shell I had carried people just because they wanted the soldiery bonus or whatever. So, like, they had no problems if you wanted to just run into the wall and kill yourself and let us carry you. So I'm interested to know where that anxiety comes from in that sense. All right, well... That's you don't want to look like the scrub. Nobody does. <laughs> well, well, I th- I, well I mean, yeah. No, I think that's no, legit. Nobody really a, wants to look like a scrub. Right. But when the thing is, is when the, the bar is l- like, I understand the anxiety when like you make a party finder and everyone's expected to be doing a thousand DPS. But when you come into a party and they they expect you to literally just walk into a wall and die and they don't expect you to be top tier. No one's going to make fun of you if you die because you've never done it before. Where is the anxiety come from? Yes, Nico, we get it. The hosts on Limit Break Radio have <laughs> no! an incredibly low bar set. 
upset for them. We get it. We're bad. If we're talking about where anxiety stems from, if the, if there is not actually a bar set for you, where does where does the anxiety? Because I think it's hard to grasp the concept in a game like this that there is no bar set for you. Everything you do in the game leads you to believe that there is going to be a bar. You do nothing but train to do your role well since you like from the time you begin playing the game. It's hard to then shift focus into saying, "Oh, I'm just being carried through this." No one wants to just be carried through it. Oh no, I was fine with being carried through it, and that's <laughs> primarily the reason why I went. The no reason- one ha- asterisk, <laughs> not including Juxta or Kalo. Or, or <laughs> yeah, but then you held your own when you got there. Like well, I, you, it, you know. The re- that was the thing too. Jack says once you finally joined, <laughs> you did it perfectly. By the way, by the way, I know that we had we had started this topic as you know, like we're going to talk about rate anxiety. But what this is turning into is it's turning into an intervention to get Juxta into Endgame. <laughs> is this that's what this is? Because yeah, I mean it's true because I think a lot of people with anxiety aren't necessarily bad players; they're just scared. And the thing is, is once you push yourself and actually get into it you're probably just fine so that's and so no, a lot of it is, is coming from within yourself and putting pressure yeah on and that, that's, and that's that's the thing is the reason why is because they i heard all these scary mechanics about t5 and stuff and if you make one mistake then you're gonna blow up the raid and stuff so i didn't know what i could do to fuck everything up so i just didn't want any part of it and that was like when i was with uh Nika's group i've got kyle in the background telling me all these different things i can do to fuck it up <laughs> And uh, so I'm saying like, oh, okay, I guess I won't take two steps to the left and kill everybody in the group. Why would you invite me to this? <laughs> no. So last night I was doing uh, Ravana EX on stream and I was, I was done with trying to do it in farm parties cause, or in learning parties because I'd gotten him down to 2%. I'd gotten him down to 1%. I knew the fight, but there, when I was trying, when I got, joined a clear party, there was a level of anxiety because I hadn't actually cleared before. I'd gotten him very close, but I had never made the complete clear. You do understand that that's the point of a clear party, right? Yeah, everyone the, in clear parties has usually been to like 20%. Yeah, yeah, you, you do get that, right? Sure. But it doesn't feel that way when you get in, because everyone's like, you get in, everyone's talking about the mechanics and basically just saying, don't fuck it up and uh, checking to make sure you know such and such thing. There's a, a level of anxiety when you get in that. And then five and a half hours later, we finally won. And it was amazing. And then I got Ravana hard mode in the duty roulette, and I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> okay, I just want to point out... Was what it, was it, was it, hang on, was it five and a half hours with the same group? No, thank oh, okay. God. Okay, they The were, first they group switched. I got into, if I had to play one more run with them, I would have killed myself. Okay. <laughs> like, I would not be here today. Okay, fair enough. I, I just it, want to point out what kind of twisted world we live in when Escalia is the one who is clearing the content before me, Anira, or Kahlo. Oh, maybe because Escalia uh, is the one actually trying it. I just want to, I yeah, just how, want to point how out. How Ravana X have you got? Well, yeah, let's, I don't, we could run, we could run Ravana EX later if you want. Uh, oh, hmm. I'm gearing up for A1 yeah, what, Savage. What, what, what's, what's, what's the problem? Yeah, well, I just. You might gotta, have to learn the mechanics. Got to go into clouds first. Oh, oh so okay. you haven't even gotten your Bismarck EX. Not, okay, you not, not for lack of trying. You haven't gotten your bisects no, clear. Okay, well, there's my question. Is Now, does that stem from because of the anxiety behind the fight? No, that stems from fucking people don't know how to DPS. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is a moment with Bismarck EX. I, I had this, uh, when I got my clear, we had a group, we got onto his back, and we shattered the carapace before he shuddered for the first time, and you just see, like, oh, we're gonna win this one. Like, this is the one we will win eventually. Yeah, and then we got to the fucking two snakes and the tank swap, and... I was like, that's the tank's fault. The snakes are not the DPS. That's not the DPS No, no, no. Yeah, that is the tanks. We cleared the DPS, and then the tanks, they just kind of sat there. 
It's like, oh, you, you got to swap, guys. What is tank And then swap? we all blow up. <laughs> uh, I just like that you typed that out, and then they stood there for a couple seconds, and then you all blew up. Well, like, I, I don't know. I, 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 Scully, the reason that I mentioned, uh, or that I asked if it was five and a half hours with yeah. with the same group is because uh, when I got my Bismarcky X clear, sure. uh, it was in a clear party that, you know, it was the same sort of thing. We, we got the carapace the first time we jumped on the back, yep. and everyone sort of felt like, oh, we have the DPS to do this. We've got most of the mechanics down. Right. Uh, we timed out the first time and then we were like, and, and you know, the leader was like, okay, if anyone wants to bail, you can bail, but like, let's just take right. five and we'll come back. Nobody bailed. Everybody came back yes. and then we one shotted it. Here's the and, difference. And I, and I just, I, I, I can't tell you, I, I, I can't tell you how, uh, how much of a, uh, of an asset that is, you know, having patience with the other people in your run Absolutely. and just having patience with the run. And, and, you know, if, if you guys are starting to get it, like, you know, co- group cohesion is a thing. And if it may Absolutely. take, may take a while, but you know, if, if you, if you got something, keep working with it. Don't Anira. be, don't be like a three in bail. Those are the most, I hate those. Anira. What? In two hours, we cleared his all one time. Yeah, yeah, we made it past his big move one time wow. in two hours. Damn, I was no, no more, no more. After two hours, oh, and then our tank decided that it was the DPS fault that we weren't uh, making it past that part. And it's like, uh, well, you turn around and cleave him. He cleaves us. Three of us die. Yes, the DPS is going to fall off when three of us are dead. <laughs> A little bit. It's going to drop. <laughs> are you sure? Not yeah. I think you know what? Maybe just like ten percent or so, but. No, no, it was no, no more. And then you know, I got into a group of Skiro first run. We made it uh, to final liberation, and you're with like, "Hey, Skiro? here we go with Skiro." <laughs> <laughs> Skiro, man, pug hero with me all week. It was awesome. Uh, we're oh, trying, we're, just, we're just kidding. We Skiro. got another person named Skiro in the chat. Then <laughs> be nice. Skiro was amazing this week. Bird. I kid, I tease uh, because I love. But no. we also have Skiro is pug hero with me. We have a Logos Hayuga from Leviathan on the on the line wanting to talk about raid anxiety. Hey, what's up, Logos? Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Hey, how's it going, y'all? Good. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling in. What do you uh, what do you think about raid anxiety? Do you feel it? So I used to have it really bad. Um, I used to play WoW very hardcore. Um, I was in a top US guild on uh, Illidan. Nice. But anyways, uh, so what they used to have us do was if we started. Uh, having real bad raid anxiety, we would have to record our gameplay. Oh. And then we would go back and actually watch our own mistakes and write down what we did to try to better ourselves. You know, that's I, I think that's that's a really interesting point because as I've been streaming more and I can go back and sort of watch yep. some of my dungeon performances on YouTube, I, I do find myself sort of picking apart some of my rotations and my performance. Uh, wow, that sounds like a I, lot of work and I'm not, I'm not going to do that. that no. <laughs> that's a good strategy as long as you're doing it yourself, but the, the moment that like your leader looks at your own rotation and starts to call you out people can start to get really defensive yeah i that's i i mean that's true so so uh what what was the situation did was it sort of like contingent on you to like pick apart your own rotation or were you submitting that video for other people to uh to take a look at and critique it was kind of on our own accord to do it so i would record my own and um like we were doing a fight called brutalis and sunwell plateau during the burning crusade Mm mm-hmm and um, it's a major DPS check. So we were trying to min-max as much as possible. And um, what we ended up having to do was we would record it, see where we were messing up, 
but where it kind of helped me with my anxiety was is I noticed I wasn't the only person making these minor mistakes that were correctable. And then I didn't feel singled out like, oh, I'm the reason why we wiped. Two, all right, two, two things. First of all, caller, are you sales long lost brother? <laughs> because right? you sound like him. Yes. No, I'm actually, I cut Fonzie from the stream. Oh, okay. Hey, well, uh, thank you for uh, give us, giving us a call, uh, iCup. We, uh, we appreciate it. But yeah, you do. You sound like former Limit Break radio host uh, Sale. And uh, it, it, is, it, it, it is a little bit a, jarring. A blast yeah. from the past. It is. I said, oh, cool. Sales it's a, compl- it. oh, it's a compliment, though. It, yeah, that's okay. a good thing. It's yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. A good it's thing. absolutely a compliment. Uh, well, but I appreciate yeah, it. Um, that is a really good point to make about going back and checking uh, what you're doing wrong because you will see that you are not the only only one botching yes. up mistakes when i when we got our ravana clear last night i was highlighting it for the the stream and i went back and i was sitting there like oh wow did i botch that mechanic up and i didn't even notice it during the fight but then i noticed that like two other people in the run also botched that same mechanic up and you're like oh, okay well no we were all screwing up there well yeah and, and so do you do you find that that's uh, a practice that you that you still do for final fantasy 14 if you if you uh feel like you're uh, I don't know, like uh, uh, lacking in something or lagging behind in something. Uh, do you, is that something that you still do to sort of pick apart your own performance? Well, I actually just changed from white mage to black mage. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to learn. And that's what I've been doing. I've been uh, pulling up some of the high end streams of the other black mages, seeing what they're doing, trying to learn their rotation and kind of incorporate it to my own play. Yeah. You know, this kind of helps us get really to the fundamental point of maybe what causes raid anxiety. And that is that concept that everyone else is better than you are. Yeah. That's, that's where it stems from. If you yeah. went into every raid knowing you were going to be the best player in there, I don't think you'd have raid anxiety. I don't think I'd be in there because I'm kind of bad. And if I'm the best person there, then what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I think that's a bit, that's a bit self-deprecating, Justin. <laughs> I would say that's sort of like, that's sort of like. Not necessarily the, inaccurate, but. Th- that's sort of like the old Groucho Marx uh, saying where he's like, I would never, you know, I don't want to be a part of any club that would have me, you know, like that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's sort of what that's saying, Juxta. Like, I think that that says a little bit more about your personality and your your insecurity with yourself. Should be pointed out that they talked about doing a static of LBR hosts, <laughs> so he would play with them. Yeah. So, I mean, if we if we if we decide to do a static Juxta, I mean, are you uh, you feel like you would have the same anxiety if it, if we're sort of in the driver's seat? Like, like okay. does that does that change anything? Like, if you're kind of the driver or the leader, or like, no, I think like because if we're, you, if we're, if we're in a team and be, we're all together and we're trying to learn together and we're trying to grow together, yeah, I don't think I would have as much anxiety performing versus um versus going with randoms or whatever because then like there's like a certain level of expectation that we're going to fuck up together we're going to grow together we're going to do better together right versus just going into a random uh, group of really good people and once that's done then you're never going to see them again there you're not going to be able to change their perspective of you again right well and, and not just and not just that but i mean like you uh led uh, you know when 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 we played ff11 and i know that this will blow some people's mind but you <laughs> did lead our link shelf for a while for uh for abyssia nms begrudgingly and uh you know i i'm just i'm just kind of curious like is that does being in that position of leadership or uh added responsibility does that decrease your rate anxiety or does it increase it uh, 
I have a different kind of anxiety because in that game, in that instance, I had to make sure that we were constantly moving, constantly moving forward and constantly yep. being on the timers and stuff. So that was different. But by the time I was actually the raid leader, I like knew pretty much everything inside and out. So we actually started doing like T3 Void Watch NMs and I was completely fine ra- uh, raiding those blind. That's what happens is, is I used to do... Um Limbus, I was our Limbus uh, yep. Link Show leader, and uh, you in doing that, you learn the content so well right. that eventually it's just it's it's all automatic off the top of your head. You're like, yeah. you guys got to go there and do this, you guys got to go there and do this, and you stop being so much a raider yourself, and you're just kind of the manager of the group at that yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even think about yourself as being a raider anymore. But I think I, I think it does kind of maybe give you sort of a semi protected status within that group. You sort of feel. Uh, you know, like if if you're kind of the designated leader, even if you suck, what the, the, you know, the, are they going to leave? <laughs> are they going to well, boot you? You know, yeah, like yeah, I mean, yeah. like yeah, I mean, yeah, it could happen, and and there's been instances where <laughs> it has say, happened. Say mean things behind you, or, uh, yeah, about you behind your back, uh, yeah, whatever. But, but I, if but anyone's I, going to call you out, they better be ready to step up and take that position. That's, that's true. What it yeah, is? That's true. No, but like they say, you know what? I might tolerate my leader having less DPS because then I don't have to lead. By the way, yeah. by the way, I want to thank you for the call. Uh, Logos? Was Logos. That Logos, thank you very much for the call. Uh, very, uh, very interesting perspective. And uh, yeah, maybe uh, maybe uh, a, a tip for those out there that struggle with raid anxiety, uh, you record yourself. Watch your performance. Pick it apart. Don't, you know, like, uh, uh, it, 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 you are your own best sense of whether or not you're fucking something up. So. And you're your own worst critic. Don't ever forget that, that either. That is true, unless you're a sociopath, in which case you're not your own worst credit no you're not uh, by, which, by the way, that is saying something to a Nero who is his own worst critic, and we have many critics. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. We've got plenty. This is true. So, who do you guys? Who do you guys think feels it the most? Who feels like which position do you feel uh, feels the rain anxiety the most? DPS, healers, or tanks? I feel like DPS feels it the least. The yeah, healers and tanks. I, agree. I don't. Think I think. I, I think. I think in this phase of content where that we were just talking about where we're at a point where we where we're still actively gearing through some of the challenge of these things like Faust at the very beginning of the cycle I think DPS feel it more. Yeah, I'd say with the, I'd say you, the pressure is on for DPS a little Bismarck, bit more. DPS feel the pressure the most. What yeah. it might be though is the reason it feels less is DPS feel it the most, but there's four of them that it's the blame is always out, spread so. over as a to a main tank who if the t- group wipes the main tank or the healers on the main tank are usually the ones to blame okay I, that's fair you can hide your shittiness a little yeah, very more. few people are going to go Escalia you well they say Escalia you fucking suck all the time but they're not going to say X DPS you fucking suck they're going to be like deeps get it together we need to get there right so right. that's why maybe unless, the, uh, like there's less pressure unless someone's but running again, a parser. I feel like with the DPS a lot of times it's like go get more gear and come back you'll be fine so in that sense I think it's less than less pressure on yourself and more just like oh I just haven't gotten enough gear yet I don't know, man. If someone if someone if is really oh. really bad, like I don't know, I don't. I I think it's harder to call out a DPS because I think you need a couple of things. Like a, you need to be able to to identify who among the four is you the one that's lagging yeah. already. Yeah. So it, and and it's going to require a parser. That's basically it. Though you you need you kind of need those two things. Uh. So yeah, oh. I don't know. Also, we have a, a caller calling in through a landline. Caller. Hey, caller. How's it going? 
Pretty good. This is uh, Gildner Hoffman from the Behemoth River. Ah, well, thank you for calling in. Uh, what? Uh, how do you feel about red anxiety? Oh, <laughs> I got it really bad. Do you? What role yeah. do you play? <laughs> Especially combine that with uh, PTSD from me being a former military, uh, being a military vet. It kind of kind of makes it hard. I, I sometimes I bang my head against the keyboard, going ah. <laughs> kind of kind of exacerbates the whole thing, right? Yeah, I'm like I'll normally like I'll normally pull seven eight hundred on the average when I'm not doing like raid content DPS mm-hmm. roughly, and I can I and I spike at twelve hundred. If I really pu- if I really want to push it, and I throw it all out there, including the kitchen sink. But when it comes to raids, like forget about it. So <laughs> so you said okay. So you play uh, you play DPS, and yeah. uh, and so what? How, how have you uh, felt like how how have how have you found to be able to deal with raid anxiety? Is it just something that you have to push through, or is it something that you know kind of decreases as you get more comfortable with the content? How have you found that that you kind of deal with it? Uh, well, I'd say a combination of both pushing myself through it and. If if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I go back. I try again. If the con, you know, and once I get comfortable with the content, knowing how much I do know up to that point in that content, I'll, I'll be confident and I'll, I'll start you know loosening up a little bit more, and then you know throwing it more out there a little bit at a time to a point of where I know what I'm doing. Right. And then everything just goes out. Yes. Yeah. See, call, now, call, what job do you? Panic. What job do you mean? I can throw out there. I'll throw out there. What job do you mean? Say that again. What job do you mean? Oh, ninja. 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 All right. Right on. Right on. Actually, maybe then you and Juxta can both answer if you guys get this too. In regards to doing raid content, um, I feel like very maybe more so than normal as a melee dps i feel a lot more anxiety on my first few runs because when you're trying to learn the movement mechanics it's so easy to start missing just completely missing parts of your rotation when you're trying to remember like oh what's the next part of the phase oh shit and then you're just like oh i I haven't had heavy thrust up in like 10 minutes to focus on my rotation because i I know i have to get high dps that i forget mechanics i didn't even see any videos or anything else i walked in completely blind but i picked it up I picked up on it like after like the second pull after we went the first time with a, with a pug and second pull we went in and we figured it out we went in there and just cleared it yep. not a problem I don't, I don't know if uh, watching videos makes uh, for more or less um, anxiety <laughs> I, when I was getting ready to do Ravana EX I couldn't uh, not exactly detail you know step by step because watching videos all day can, can you can know it from there but it, between actual Learning the material and applying what you learned, yeah, is what makes it rough. Yeah. I mean, that's where a lot of players get that hang up. I think. Well, I watched Mistech's video on on Ravana before going in, and you know, she's just like laying out the mechanics one after another after another, and I'm just sitting here like with my mouth agape, like <laughs> I got hard, to, I'm it, like, oh, okay, I'll just do that then. It's hard to yeah. absorb. It's hard to fully absorb it unless uh, unless you actually experience it full, firsthand. Until you've done it, yeah. Tri- trial by fire. I think I I think that that is uh, you know an important concept. Like that's definitely true. Um, you you get the best context out of experiencing it yourself, There's, and that's yeah. And that's oh, you want to hear about something that's really funny? When I when I first started writing, which at hard time, big time, Tonal Coil 
Had no clue what I was doing. Just got all my, just got all the gear that I can possibly get. Mm-hmm. Got someone in the T, T12. Head first. No experience with final coil. I got someone in the T12. Wow. Wanted me, to do a DP, wanted me to put up big numbers for DPS. I was like, <laughs> doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> well, no. There's a there's a part in uh, Ravana where basically he's doing a move called Swift Liberation, and you get markers over your head one, two, three, or four swords, and you go to a different spot on the map depending on how many swords are over your head, and then he charges at you in order. But you, um, he'll hit you both on the way in and the way out if you don't move once he charges at you. Mm-hmm. And the second one is a guaranteed kill. It will you'll die if you get hit by it twice. So in Mistech's video, she's explaining, it, and you're like, oh, okay. But you don't really understand that concept of after he moves, you have to start moving out of that position so that you don't get hit again on the way out until you do it. Like yeah. it's really hard to get that concept of how to dodge it properly until you've done it. That's true. That that is true. My head hurts just thinking about being a raid leader and trying to find a way to get over that mechanic. <laughs> I could not I cannot hey, say I, be the person I cannot be the person to think, oh, just have all the DPS go to all corners and then move after they get hit. No, any I, no any any as casuals who were watching the stream last night will like uh by the end of that night, I was sitting there just calling out mechanics to nobody as we were going. I'm like <laughs> and we all helped. need to be moving to the corner now. No one's moving to the corner. <laughs> Move to the damn corner. We've been doing this all night. <laughs> uh, well, thank you very much for the call. Uh, we uh, we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, again, uh, as, as he had mentioned, uh, pushing through it and just making the commitment to, to sitting down and learning it and experiencing it. Uh, whatever that fight is, I think that that is uh, that's very valuable. And uh, of course, I, I think that that caller knows, uh, you know, with with being a veteran, knows more about training and perseverance, and uh, you know, than than any of us here. So uh, I, I would definitely take his advice uh, very seriously. So uh, thank you very much for that call. Uh, Scalia asked a question earlier to me as a ninja regarding mechanics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for me, I'm like I believe. You said, well, I believe you. I'm the opposite of you in that I will willingly fuck up my rotation many times learning a fight to make sure that I get the mechanics all perfectly correct. Sure. Because I don't want to be the one to explode the first twister or move to the wrong spot in Shiva and nuke the tank or whatever. Uh, Definitely. But what I mean is when I say that is that. as you're trying to learn those mechanics and you are focusing on them, it is more important right. to not get everybody blown up doing the mechanics, yeah. but you know your DPS is lagging like a yeah. bitch Yeah, I mean, doing I'll be it. like, oh shit, uh, Trick Attack has been off cooldown for I don't know how long now. <laughs> oh, Hutan has fallen off and I just casted Rayton. Yeah, oh, that's why my only kind of I ever get as a melee DPS. Like, I really like Monk, and especially because Surin's a good Monk, he judges me hard when I play Monk. So <laughs> I try to like have this really good rotation. But like, I tried doing Rama farming even as Monk, and then I realized I was trying to focus so hard on my rotation that I was paying literally zero attention yeah. to the mechanics, and I was dying a lot. So then I switched to Black Mage so I could stand in the back and have a whole <laughs> view of the of the arena and see everything that was going on, so I was less likely to miss mechanics. So I'm I'm more of the opposite. Like, I focus so hard on my dps and then I'm like well shit i can't play melee anymore 
so I, I mean, I, uh, I think I think we had identified that DPS feel it the least. But I mean, who do you think who do you think would feel it more, tanks or healers? Then healers, I think healers. Because I, I would say, yeah, well, I would say that right now maybe healers. I would say the make or break is on healers far more often than it is right. on tanks. But the reason I feel like tanks feel it a lot is simply because tanking as as it is in its rotation is not difficult. So it really really comes down to how well do you know the fight. So yeah. my problem as a tank is like. I mess up a lot, but once I make that mistake, I don't make it again. So, like, because rotation isn't hard. So, like, I'm literally sitting there. I fuck something up. Everyone's going, like, Nika, what are you doing? But then I never do that again. So I feel a lot of anxiety from, like, trying not to make that stupid mistake. Although I know that once I make it, I'm fine. There's kind of that anxiety of, like, everyone sitting there and, like, sighing, like, oh, we've been past this. Well, now we're going backwards in progression. I'm like, well, I had to make the mistake before I could learn from it. So there's kind of that kind of anxiety simply because everyone says tanking's easy. And it is. It just comes down to the pressure I feel from it. Right. Well, and, and I would say that that pressure is far more accentuated in a group of randos than it is, you know, people that you know or that you're friends with. You know, I... I yeah, look at each other. Like, we already have no expectations of each other. We <laughs> wouldn't be worried about playing with each other in game. That's no That's problem. True. Although I might, I might be a little... Uh, angry to you guys <laughs> i don't know well maybe a nero can say but i don't think i was a very nice raid leader when i was a raid leader in 11 no salt no. salt position <laughs> well i mean it's uh well in, in 11 like everyone had like jobs they could come as and i would always like make a spreadsheet of who jobs had what and to make the raid you had to come this job and when people didn't want to come on red mage or black mage or whatever mage they had i would tell them to suck it up you had to come this <laughs> deal with it i got told that a lot and <laughs> that is why i never leveled anything except dark knight yeah, it, what well, he what he said. Yeah, yeah what yeah. he said. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I had to deal with the incessant bitching from everyone else who did level those jobs because hey, <laughs> why doesn't a Nero ever come anything but Black Dark Knight? Because well, I like him more. Cause Go he, away. Because he's worthless and he doesn't have anything. <laughs> well, that's not fair. Yeah, I agree. You make a compelling argument. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, uh, but uh, we have. <laughs> We have a fan favorite on the line. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Uh, well, the the Twitch chat has been demanding. Callow's here? No, someone more important. Uh, we have Rob <laughs> from New York. Are you there? Robert, how you doing, man? Hi, Robert is here. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Hey, hi, Robert. How you doing, man? <laughs> Good, good. Thanks for calling again and again. You know you don't need to, how many what was the what was the call count up to? We're currently at 47. Robert, it is not necessary to try to call into the Limit Break Radio Studios 47 times. We've counted today. I know. I'm sorry about that. I keep trying to get through, but it kept giving me voicemail. Yeah, well, like, the, I have to get on the air because this is important. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I'm sure it's always it's always important, but uh, 47 is a bit excessive. If you, if you have Skype, by the way, if you have Skype, we can like send a a, a, a message to you to say you'll be on in like the next couple of calls. You don't that okay, way you don't okay. have to but keep I'm not burning on, like, minutes with us all the time as when the show airs. That's why I have to use my cell phone. All right, okay, fair enough. Anyway, all right, Robert. Uh, Forty-seven calls, Robert. Um, <laughs> We're talking about raid anxiety. Uh, what do you What do you have to add to uh, to the topic here today? 
Okay, well, back when I was on Fiesta Online, I used to do Kingdom Quest. You know what I meant by Kingdom Quest. They're like Fates and Raids. Okay. So that's what they are in terms of Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time I would tank, I would be... Every time I would, like, lose or die, I would be, like, pulling my hair out. But every time I'd win with my group, my party... Every time me and my party would win, we would be screaming our head off like those guys at the uh, the one server. Yeah, yeah, We'd yeah. Be screaming our heads off like we were Super Saiyan. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Super Saiyan. Right. Okay. <laughs> so it's like it would be insane. Okay. So I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what that I think has he's to do with anxiety. That, that raid anxiety. Uh, that 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 difficulty that you go through getting yourself up and ready for it pays off when you win. Oh, okay. Or he's trying to suggest that winning is fun and losing is not. Which one was that? It, is, was it? Yeah, yeah. I would get okay. good. Okay. I got good. I and like you said, sometimes I would be trying to learn the mechanics and it would get me thrown off my rotation. Right. I would get thrown off my rotation of skills and abilities. While I try to learn the battle patterns. So what you what did you do to to get good, Robert? Did you just sort of like push through it, keep trying? Uh, what, yeah, were there, I kept were there any? Instead of giving up, I kept trying. I practiced hard. I leveled up, and essentially, I got good. You didn't go to the official forums and complain that the content was too hard and that the developers should make it easier. Absolutely not. There you go. That's I was good. Never like this is too hard. <laughs> hey, In your words. Hey, Rob. You said that you when you did that raid back when when you won, you did like a really awesome battle cry. Uh, could you give one of those battle cries for us? Yeah, right let's now? let's hear the battle cry, man. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Hold on, hold on. I have to prepare my throat because it gets a little scratchy every time I do it. All right, all right. <laughs> this is gonna be epic. Ah yes, yes, we've done it. <laughs> wow, that's amazing! Wow, that we would, I, I'm, we would be screaming like we're going super sane, almost like. <laughs> I think Robert could go on Super Saiyan. I honestly, Robert, I think that that scream was way better than any of the Elysium screams that we heard earlier. I really like that one. That that yes, that that's a great. Yeah. I also I have another thing I want to say. Okay, I used to be a live streamer, and recently I decided enough was enough. I decided oh, was enough. Oh, no. that my my hiatus from doing live streams was. It's done. I'm okay. done doing a hiatus from live streams. I'm going back. Robert is done so with I'm his hiatus. He's going streamer. back. All right. So if 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 anyone in the chat would like to follow the enigma that is Rob from New York, where can they do that on Twitch, my friend? Um, my channel is called Foamy Law. It's a channel known as the Dreamscape Games. All right, cool. I, I kind of named it after the Hunger Games. All right, well, oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, the Dreamscape Games with Foamy Law. All I can all now I have to do is look up Foamy Law on Twitch, and they'll get my channel. All right, there you go. Now all I can picture is Rob dressed up as Katniss. So uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Robert, for your call uh, today and uh, for for plugging your channel. Now we now we know why you've been calling. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, the the Rob count is at forty seven so far. Yep. We'll see if that 
see how much higher that gets. Uh, but th- thanks for thanks for the call, bud. Uh, if uh, make sure to follow him on Twitch if you want. <laughs> that's something that you want to watch. Uh, so uh, yeah, so what is going on? What show is this? Are there are there <laughs> other tools that people can use to decrease their ratings? Uh, how about how about voice chat? Do you guys feel that there's a difference when you use voice if you're rating with someone on voice chat than just having to use party chat? I feel like my like it helps it i mean of course it helps with communication <laughs> and i feel like that helps me perform way better but i don't know that it, it that it helps my anxiety level because no, that's that's i don't think it does i think that brings social actual social anxiety into the mix oh, i have to talk it. to people Ugh. it depends on the group i'm always a little nervous just as stupid as this is simply because i'm a girl and i know that when people invite me to random voice chats or like pug voice chats they don't expect me to be a girl when i first start and so i feel like there's always a little bit of anxiety there just be like how are they going to respond to me like i've already seen people in the chat oh she's a girl tank that's why they can't clear you know <laughs> you know like i know they're joking but like people have that stigma about girls on games even though there are plenty of us and so my anxiety comes more from just like how are they going to respond to me okay, right. that's well, fair. okay. That's fair. well to be fair though it would help a lot if you would actually play a female character in final fantasy 14 <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that was a good burn. Hey, that was a really good is burn. Very feminine. Thank you. Check out that cleavage. Check. <laughs> oh god. Jesus. Put, if, th- put those away. My, my character is so feminine. Look at my boobs. Like really? If that's the thing. Yep. If- she thought you were a man. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I've noticed actually helps a lot with uh, anxiety is streaming for me. Which I thought would make yeah. it worse, but I found like okay, so now if I like last night if I'm doing Ravana, if I do something dumb and wipe, that's just gonna make for a good bit on the stream, and it's just funny at that point, as opposed to me just being like, well, I'm gonna go off myself now. Except for the one at about four in the morning where we were doing really good, and when trying to dodge the balls, I walked off the edge of the map. Oh, I oh what. <laughs> I literally said nothing on stream for five minutes. I just That's, sat there in I think, silence. I think that I think that is the worst. Like there's 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 a I think there's a pretty big difference between having most of the mechanics down and then like like just fucking it up. Yeah, just either fucking it up at every level or fate. I've done that. I mean, like, if it's my first couple of runs, I'll fuck every mechanic up. Yeah. Every single mechanic. On purpose. At Not the on same purpose. Time. Not on purpose. But uh, but you know what I mean? Like, it, it, that's just sort of what happens. So, usually if it's, like, my first couple of runs, I don't do it on stream unless it's with you guys. If it's on Tuesday, then I'll do blind stuff, no problem, because nope. then we're all kind of, like... Whatever. Ma- we're, yeah, we're, like, making a joke out of it. But if I'm alone and i'm like and i'm and i'm just i have no clue i have no context i am uh, i'm way less likely to stream that content dude it, i'm telling you like i straight up don't worry about it. it like the people in the chat they'll they'll drop a get good at you because you know that's yeah, well, because, yeah, then there's, and, then there's and, just your really bad fuck ups and then there's just yeah oh my god no like literally we're, we're got him down we're going into the final phase uh, he pops the the balls that chase after you and just walked right off the edge of the map. Just 
Someone, and so wow. I did not get blamed for that loss. Either. Wow. Somehow everyone else was like, wow. Well, it, it, it was a Jagoon that walked off. So, okay. They oh, kind of get it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. So we also have a, a caller calling in from Skype who would wish to remain anonymous, wanting to talk about uh, the raid stuff. Uh, okay. Anonymous caller. Hi. How you doing today? Doing just fine. How are you? Good. Uh, Is I this hope, Bill? I, I hope. I, I hope we don't have to disguise your voice or anything. I mean, maybe. We, eh. No, no, no. No, we can. You I be can a try. Garlean? I can try. You can try. No, it's all right. No, okay. All right. <laughs> is, is this Jim? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So, uh, what do you want to? Uh, what do you have to say for uh, raid anxiety? Well, I wanted to bring up the topic of tunnel visioning as a DPS because that leads to a lot yes. of anxiety raids. And can lead to a lot of people making mistakes. It was briefly touched on here, and I just thought it would be a good topic to discuss. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, t- tunneling can uh, can be a huge problem. Uh, and what it, now? Um, I, I mean, it, it's not necessarily just specifically for DPS. I tunnel as a tank all the time. It's just, it's really whenever you just sort of get into this rhythm or this groove where either you're concentrating so hard on your rotation or whatever it is. And and I think it happens more with DPS because there's less for you guys to react to. There's generally less mechanics that you guys are have to res- worry about are responsible for. Yeah. I mean, I mean a, a, a one is kind of a, a, a unique uh, a unique one where we actually have to worry about. Yeah, shit. you actually have to. Y- y- there's a little bit of coordination, and opposed to all the fights where tanks have to worry about stuff, right, Nero? Well, um, but I mean, like active tank swaps in in Bismarck EX. I mean, there's a there are mechanics that you do. You know, there's tank busters. There's all kinds of stuff that you that you have to react to as a tank. That's not just a ground AOE, right? So I think that's probably why tunneling happens a little bit more often because DPS are so much. More more focused on the rotation and their pattern uh so and plus like a lot of our like the reason we're there is to do our rotation so yeah that's our number one priority that's Tanks, true their rotation important yes but that's not why they're there that's they are true. there they're to stay alive to stay alive and to hold hate yes that yeah. is that is the primary function of a tank if a tank can do dps then they have an extra asset as a tank but that's not the function of a tank right, right? so okay. caller did you want to talk about tunnel visioning yeah so, <laughs> well I, I i i was just trying to make the point that it, i i think it happens way more to dps but that it still does happen to other jobs as well i just wanted to provide a little perspective of what you should be focusing on, because uh, I have a hardcore rating background. And as a tank, a DPS, or a healer, if you haven't cleared the encounter before, your, your main goal is just down the boss. Now, if that's dodging mechanics to survive, to continue doing DPS, because your DPS goes to zero if, you know, you're dead. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you can just keep prolonging the fight until it finally <laughs> dies, that's what your goal is. If you hit enrage, that is when you start need to irk out numbers and do more dps right yeah that's true that's true yeah and a lot of people don't understand that they're just focusing on the numbers at that time uh if you can avoid a mechanic or help uh, a tank or a healer out in some regard as a dps you should be focusing on that you know and we've we've kind of talked about this before where this is uh this is an idea called like situational awareness where yeah it's it's good to be doing your top dps all the time but it's not necessary it's not always necessary you know yeah. what i mean like in some instances if 
you know, if all of your DPS are hitting their top DPS all the time, you can push phases and, and just as easily fuck up your run as, you know, as as hitting a soft enrage. You know what I mean? Like it can it can have end up having the same effect. Yeah, I- I think it's important for groups who are going in to learn. Like when you say like learning parties or clear parties in the in the party finder, it's important to go in with the mentality of like getting your groove down first. And I know that like as a, a static group, we we know not at the beginning we're like don't use your food like your high level food, don't use your strength pots off the beginning. The most important thing is seeing the entire fight first. Right. And that's why like our most recent thing we enraged at eleven percent. And now that we've seen the entire fight, we can start to push harder for our DPS. And so as long as your whole group has that mentality, then that works out really well and you can it's more like the first few runs are practice mode and you can't go in expecting to clear but a lot of times that's where the party finder anxiety comes from because the people who make the groups expect you to clear right away rather than getting your the groove down first yeah that's 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 definitely a good point uh so uh uh caller did you have anything else to add any tips to help uh to help players maybe who are who are struggling with this problem to uh to get past it uh, well, just a couple things. Um, if you know some damage is going to be incoming that is completely unavoidable, you don't want things up like blood for blood. <laughs> I'm bad about that. <laughs> yeah, that's and true. Healers are going to hate you, so you don't want to be, you know. I'll bet you Callow never has that problem. Um, <laughs> so that's as a DPS. As a healer, uh, if you're just not getting further in the fight, if you're ever dying and wiping and you are full mana, you need to be spending more of your mana. If you're wiping because you're oom. Um, then start putting out less heals. Just kind of some perspective there. As a tank, if you know the big mechanics of tank busters that are coming out, like an A1 and such, know what cooldowns ahead of time you're going to be doing. Yeah. Uh, don't just scramble to be like, oh god, the tank buster's here. Try and have it planned out. These mechanics, we call them mechanics because they're a set pattern. We know what's going to be coming. Yeah. They're either timed or percentage-based or, you know, a mob dies and something else happens. That's why they're called mechanics. They're just, you get in the fluid motion of doing the same thing over and over. And at, at a certain point, it just becomes muscle memory. So I think that just the anxiety comes with not knowing how you can do these things effectively. And, and, and the further you get and the more DPS you do or the better you do as a healer, the, the anxiety will just melt away. And so yeah. much of it is muscle memory. But another point to um, tunnel visioning is I, I see it a lot is when you get past the final like humongous mechanic of a fight yeah and all the dps just go full bore dps forgetting that there still are all the mechanics mechanic yeah. yeah yeah that's that that Actually, it does happen a, i caught myself doing hope. it in nirvana last night we finally got past final liberation and i was went full bore dps i'm like no i'm not dying at two percent to enrage again we're winning it damn it that, that is where voice chat helps though because every single time like in t9 we get past that last rotation we're all like don't ignore mechanics go to the meteor spot yeah, go yeah. go go and okay. we would like remind Push. each other there's still a mechanic it doesn't matter follow mechanics dps yes. is not important it's all when you're doing bismarck watch out for that because i have no i cannot tell you how many groups i had where they were like we were like yes. on, their, on his back we've almost got watch down, but your fucking stacks for christ's sake where it's like we're on ravana just don't if you have bismarck. stacks yeah that's what i meant on bismarck's if you have fucking stacks don't get on his back again like just you have to wait until those stacks fall off yeah you're gonna miss maybe 10 seconds of doing dps but you're gonna miss a whole lot more if you're fucking dead try, try this my group when we cleared it uh because if you do everything right and protect the island you get four attempts on his back four yeah. times on his back yeah we would have two dps on each time full board 
So two people uh, would stay way, on the island and finish off the. Uh, I don't ads know that two people would go on. Yeah, as bad. I don't know that that's entirely. Uh, we necessary. would just have everyone the first time, then just literally skip the second time. Yeah, I feel like that'd that, be that's the same thing. Then you can kind of split no, the. You can sort you of split a, the difference. If you have a ninja on there trick attacking, that can make all the difference. Ten percent. Yeah, Any, that, that's true. Anyway, thank you very much, caller, uh, for your awesome call and your perspective. And also, I gotta say, you had a really nice voice and microphone. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, we will respect your anonymity, but please call in again. That was awesome, man. Uh, so, uh, thank you, uh, thank you, thank you very much. And also, make sure uh, when you're doing King Behemoth, just push it. Don't run away. Don't be a little bitch. <laughs> Don't try to hide behind the meteor. Just push that motherfucker. Uh, only on King Behemoth. Though. I mean, it is appropriate, but nobody does. And everything. Nobody. And everything. Okay, and everything. Yeah. Just push uh, it. If you're at like 5%, it's basically dead, so don't bother with up. mechanics. There's no way you could wipe in the last 5%. There's it none. can't happen. It's 5%. The fight actually has already ended. You're 95% just, done. Yeah, you're just going through the motions at that point. Yeah. Victory lap. Uh, all right. So uh, thank you very much for uh, your calls today. Uh, they have all been uh, they've they've all had a really great perspective. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I love taking calls on the show because you guys uh, are always so smart and insightful. And there's and, a lot uh, of people today. Uh, yeah, there is a lot of people. We still got some more. There's a lot of new people. too. Oh, great. That's awesome. We, we do love hearing from new people. Again, if you'd like to call the show, uh, we, we are getting uh, getting down towards the end uh and we're not going to drag out the show uh terribly long here at the end uh because of course we are going to take a break and come back in a little bit with final encounter cast at 7 p.m right here on twitch.tv slash limit break radio so we hope that you'll join us for that if you've been having a great time listening to us uh chat about ff14 then stick around because we've got a show all about video games uh and gaming coming up next so uh that's that's right here at twitch.tv slash limit break radio all right so let's read some emails we'll take a couple of more calls here yep. too okay. uh but uh but but let's read uh, let's read some emails because we got no shortage of emails either uh we have we actually have uh 15 pages worth of emails oh, like, oh that's it yeah uh, it's down all, from 23 yeah oh, so goodness. uh who wants to take this first I one got here? It. all right all right hi guys kiki lu kilu from lich here by the way i want to i i, I want to send a special shout out to uh kiki lu because I, they were one of the very first people in the chat when the stream went up here today. So wow. they have been hanging out. There's, I think it, they said that this was their second time tuning in live. So shout out to you. Thank you for tuning in live and for sending your email. Yep. Uh, I just started catching up with your shows and I'm really enjoying them. That's a big thing for me because talk radio usually bores the hell out of me. I just wanted to touch on something you guys kept going on, uh, going over on episode 22. And that was the whole, when you play one player games, you would continue to improve yourself in order to beat the game. But in FF14, you complain and ask for things to be nerfed that's not how it is for everyone i grew up playing games like the original sonics and such and yeah i would play and play and play until i beat the damn things i never used game genies as i didn't see the point in cheating my way through something that though sometimes hard was enjoyable to play and was the entire point of me buying it all of that however relied upon me and me only in mmos you rely heavily on other people and their skill level so even if you're good at what you do they may not be and it's not always easy to find a static or even a link shell to help find capable players. Link shells, admittedly, are the better choice for some of us, but there's no guarantee that the people in that shell are actually good at their roles or that enough of you will be ready uh, and able to party together at the same time. It's still very hit and miss. Having something nerfed doesn't hurt anybody. It just makes certain parts of the game accessible to more people. 
Hardcore end gamers will have already beaten the content by the time it's modified, and things like the echo buff can be deactivated anyway. Not everybody is to play uh, is able to play at the same high level that others are. They have slower reaction times or something, and it's not necessarily their fault or something that they can change. And that's something I love about this game: the accessibility of it. I know a lot of people with disabilities who play this game and who are eventually able to enjoy end game content because of the modifications made in the game later on. Personally, I think this game is balanced pretty much perfectly. It allows players of all levels to enjoy everything and play at their own pace. Thanks for reading Kiki Lou, Kiki Lou of Lich. See, but again, Kiki Lou, you're not the you're not the players that we're complaining about. The the players that we're complaining about are the ones that try something once, fail at it, and then take to the forums going, it's too hard. Because and and the reason that I know that they're doing that is because they're complaining on day two, day three, day four of content being out. And of content that's super fucking easy, by the way. So you know what I mean? Like that's I think that that was what the reaction was to that yeah. even if it you know what even if it was too hard like you didn't give it enough time to like you didn't try enough is basically you didn't try yeah so uh kiki lu you you uh, you got good obviously through you know your uh your uh, uh, refusal to uh, accept game genie and game sharking, and uh, you—you—that's you're not you're not who we're complaining about. We're so. not yelling at you. Yeah, I you're love, doing good. I love the the name of the next person who emailed us here. <laughs> All right. Well, before that, uh, we have a Zachy from Excalibur on the line. What's up, Zachy? How's it going? Hello, I'm doing good. How are y'all doing? Thanks for joining us here on Limit Break Radio. Yeah, I know. Thanks for having me. So, what do you want to talk about today? Um, well, my subject was in regards to rate anxiety. Sure. Um, I'm actually in a in game uh, for company myself, um, mm-hmm. but I'll keep that anonymous for now. Um, but I've actually did a lot of leading myself um, in the past and other free companies, or rather a single free company, but in the past in other games. And I've dealt with being anxious and having to deal with people who are anxious. And uh, excuse me. And uh, I'm so used to uh, the kind of teaching people it's kind of like your typical friend who would give you advice but then they don't follow their own sure kind of telling people ways to kind of call their um their anxiety and i know um before you had a gentleman on earlier who used recording as a tool and that was actually something that i'm actually used to doing and that um i used to push in my previous company to always always do um and uh, it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to um tell people you know try not to let it get to your head because that's really what it is is right you're your biggest critic and you want to you obviously you if you're with new people or regardless um you want to be able to perform and do your best and you can't really do that if you have this mental battle in your head sure give an example um i did my in my previous company you know we did you know final coil you know surfers like all the way through t10 to through t13 everything else leading up to that but when i moved to my uh, new for company Walking into T12, you know, the brand that comes out, and generally that's handled between tanks or whatever group that wants to do it. Mm-hmm. I would literally stand there and then tell the vision because I'm, you know, hella nervous. And then the brand comes time to pass, and I just stand there. Yeah. Never at any point during progression did I ever make that mistake. And so, you know, you make another pull, you know, you try to shake, you know, shake it off, and then you make it again, you know, and all it does is further compile on your, uh, your self-esteem and uh, confidence. And I realized that, um, you know, sometimes if you feel that you're, a better gamer or if you feel that you know you're able to make these kinds of um uh decisions to execute well on your performance you know 
I would say there's any advice just to just be more confident in yourself because that's really where it really comes down to, at least for me in my personal experience. And that's at least what I would tell other people that were having this kind of issue as well is, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I would tell them, you know, hey, I understand you're going through, you know, just take a deep breath, relax, do whatever it takes, you know, to get, you know, recollect yourself. But there's really not a whole lot you can really do for those individuals. It's all, um, it's yeah. all, it's all on them. It's I think your point you know? about, about collecting yourself there. Yeah. There's a concept in, uh, in league called playing on tilt, which I'm sure it's yeah. not just a league concept, but no, and that's a, like when, yeah. once you're, you're jar, you're jarred and you start just making more mistakes because right. you're playing mm-hmm. on tilt. Right. And you do like take five, stand up, step away from the computer, yeah. grab a drink, do yeah. whatever you got to do to get yourself back in the mindset because playing on tilt is just more death. Yeah. That's, and that, and that's a good point. And, uh, you know, I, 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 it's it, it happens it happens to the best of us even if you know a mechanic sometimes if you're tunneling or with a new group or you know whatever you know whatever the uh the circumstance might be uh you end up not paying attention and uh screwing something up that has never ever even uh been a problem and i i like that point that uh confidence is is something to have uh that that will help you if you're experiencing raid anxiety but don't let that needle swing into hubris where you start lashing out at people for their performance or uh you get so defensive about your performance that uh you know that that you end up getting uh getting a huge massive ego that's what you have us for let us lash out at them for their performance yeah, exactly, exactly. So I, I, that's I think I I, I I do I really like that point that uh, confidence is great to have. Uh, but I, I would I would kind of uh, I would kind of hedge that a little bit by saying, you know, don't let that edge into hubris. Confident, not right. cocky. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Because um, at least for me, that's what it's more of like. Because I know I've done this before, and I know I'm educated enough to know my class and know what I'm doing. I know how this mechanic works, but yet I fail to execute it correctly. And right. it's because I'm playing this mental game in my head while the encounter is going on how i'm going to you know handle this more optimally or better than how i did it previously because that's you know that's it really depends on everyone's scenario and for me it's when when i'm with a static or with a free uh, free company or whatever rating group that i have reached a good comfort zone with i generally don't have that anxiety issue but the opposite happens when i walk into duty finder yeah prime example is i walked into bismarck right yesterday we was it was a Someone was doing my little typical party friend. He was like, I'll pay 100K each if you help me clear this, right? I walk in there. I'm on dark night. You know, I'm doing my job, you know, and we get to the double serpents that come out, right? And right. I'm like, oh, you know, wait for the, the debuff. I had blue, you know, it swapped to green, you know, whatever. Or whatever. I had the same color. Yeah. I had the same color when I needed to do a tank swap. And so I waltz over there. I plunge, actually, over straight over to it and provoke it and take, take hate. The other tank didn't, right? And so... Uh, obviously, the other servant came over to me, you know, wrecked my face, whatever. Right, wiping. yeah, yeah. And he immediately criticized me and said, you know, you need to use provoke and not the dark knight thing. And I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? Oh, he just anyway. saw the plunge and didn't see the vote go off. I guess the point is, is that I took hate on, on the ad that I needed to take and he didn't take his. Yeah. And so we did another, of course, you know, he told me that I fucked up somewhere. And I'm like thinking to myself, you know, I'm already experiencing this anxiety. I'm like, I know this mechanic. Right. What are you talking about? Right, right. So that's yeah. the kind of thing you kind of have to, if you're having this kind of battle, is to kind of find that kind of um, self-confidence to, to find the resolve to, to do the fight and not let the anxiety get to your yeah. head. I'm confident enough, you know, to do whatever I need to do without this uh, mental battle that people are experiencing i still experience it even after have leading even after joining this free company i used to be in a position to never have any rate anxiety and now it is killing me yeah and so 
for ongoing people, I can really say is, you know, just have more confidence, more faith in yourself to, to actually, you know, complete the mechanic, do whatever that you, that your job is supposed to be. And Absolutely. he makes a good point. Like, like be open to critique, but at the same time, if you know the fight and know the mechanics, stick to your guns. If you know it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, don't be, don't be bullied out of thinking. Don't you know, let bads push you around. Right, that's when true. you're right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, Juxta, do you want to read this next email? Or you want me to get it? By the way, because I know there's, this is going to be a tasty one for you too. Thank you very much for your call. Zachy from X Excalibur. We, uh, we do appreciate it. And great points there too. And another, another person with a great microphone and a great voice. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, make sure to, call back uh we we like we like hearing from new people but we also like hearing from people with really excellent voices so uh all right uh, who, sound a little like judgy there nero wh- what we only want the sexy voices on our show oh he comes, oh. He comes from radio so it's a nice treat when we get someone with a, like a really good voice and a really nice microphone yeah like. no 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 it's it's sort of it's sort of like the attractive people's club you know like you uh-huh. got, yeah you know about that i what do you know about that <laughs> An attractive uh, my stream, voice uh, is not I'm an attractive cute, and, uh, face. Enough for me. Flip that one Are, right around. Didn't they on, say yeah. that you look like a dead person? No, one person <laughs> did. They said, I, they said I look like the corpse of Willem Dafoe. Ah, uh, yeah. You okay. the Green Goblin, you know. Anyway. <laughs> not, beca- not because he's particularly handsome. Anyway, go on. Go on. Let's hear this email. Hello, all. A Nero hater XIV here. Good. Not to be a dead bishop with Dragon Killer, but I want to say that this game is not easy. Steps of Faith is not easy. Alexander Story Mode is not easy. Uh, what? Uh, the difficulty of these fights is at a good place. They're well balanced. Steps of Faith had balance issues, but was nerfed to compensate for those. No. And mm. the mechanics <laughs> are not broken. Mm. What it comes down to is that these fights are not very punishing, not including Savage Alex. Messing up a mechanic doesn't always result in a wipe. With the release of Savage Alex, we have seen that these encounters are significantly more punishing and more finely tuned to increase the challenge that players like a Nero are searching for. Given time, perhaps more encounters such as these will be provided. P.S. Kahlo sucks at PvP. Please consider switching to the flame side because they will take anybody. Hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, no, okay. Here's, here's the thing, man. As much as I love your name and thank you, thank you for emailing. Email anytime. Um, Steps of Faith can now be done without doing any of the mechanics. Steps you can of, clear it yeah. without doing any of the mechanics. Steps of Faith is easy and is broken. Steps of Faith was easy when they put it out the first time. It didn't need balancing. It didn't need an adjustment. It didn't need any of the things that they gave it. And now it's just retarded easy. It's just like you just took an easy fight and made it unnecessarily easy. Yeah, so. I, I do think Steps of Faith is, I mean, you can kill it before, if you hit with the first dragon killer thing, you don't, you kill it before you even get to the little, like, sphere like, chain thing. Yeah. It's sad. To the barrels. It's yeah, you, sad. You, yeah, yeah. you should not even get to the barrels. And, and Alex story mode is really easy. But in terms of Alex story mode, though, I do think it's fairly balanced, though. It's not something I will that, give like, you that it's you balanced. Can... It's not broken. The mechanics yeah, aren't not, broken. It's not broken like Steps of Faith is broken. Right. right. Yeah. Steps of Faith, like, the mechanics Alex literally story mode, for what it is and for the people it's intended for, I think is good. It's yes. a good challenge for the casual player who wants the story. Obviously, for a player whose aim is savage, it's going to be balls easy. But for the people who it's aimed for, I agree that that, that it's a balanced fight. But Steps of Faith is broken that. Yeah. 
Uh, it's good to know that Kalo sucks at PvP. I was unaware. Yeah. Uh, thank yeah, he's you. Kind of bad. Thank you very much for that email, a Nero hater XIV. Uh, You're a hero to us all. Uh, all right. Hello, LBR. I was listening to last week's episode uh, where you read an email about skipping cutscenes. I don't know if you know about this, uh, but I haven't heard you guys mentioning this. And in the inn, there's this thing called the Unending Journey. It has cutscenes your character has unlocked instead of going to YouTube. And watching somebody else's character go through it, you can just see yours. I've been a longtime listener. Love the show. Sincerely, uh, Vanyan from Midgar Somer. Thank you very much for that email. Yes, we did know about the unending it's called, journey. It's called the journal. I, I think. Well, yeah, I think we've talked about it before. I don't think we've yeah. used that name. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if we mentioned it that episode, but we've mentioned it before. Yeah, we've definitely talked about it before. And uh, I mean, like the first thing is, is that you do have to beat whatever fight to be able to watch that cutscene sure. in the unending journey and uh the other thing is you know like we were talking specifically about like 1.0 or old content that you can't access anymore and that is you know 1.0 content that stuff is not accessible in the unending journey gone, so gone. that's gone gone so uh now obviously you know with with this game moving forward there's not i don't see another point where that would happen right. um but uh you know i i think i think that's one of the things that i that i think about when i think about stuff that i didn't get around to doing in ff14 i think a lot of the stuff that i had left over from uh from 1.0 you know right. and and since you can't experience that again i think that that is a pretty valid uh, one of my favorite cutscenes is the the first ride on the airship that that cutscene when you leave your town for the first time yeah i'll go back and watch that one it's like you know i don't remember having full augmented iron works in that cutscene, but <laughs> I guess know, I probably did. Memory is a fickle thing. It is you a know? fickle thing. I guess I was eye level 120 at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Seems legit. Uh, Alright. All right, so we have a uh, Nashu Makaraka uh, from Leviathan on the line. Hey, what's up, Nashu? Hey, LBR, can you hear me? Yes, can. of course. Okay. And and you sound you sound really good. This is uh, this is uh, I'm doing a really three good job. We've we've had yeah we've had uh, three really uh, good good mics right here in a row. Hey, what's up, man? So uh, uh, what uh, what do you want to talk about? So it's just more stuff about like how I dealed with um, rate anxiety, if sure. you want to call it that. Yeah. So I mean, rate anxiety is like this thing that happens more. Not necessarily in like Final Fantasy fourteen, but other games that involve like ranked matchmaking, for example, like StarCraft two, Dota two, League okay. of Legends, all that game. I could see that, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you're going in, queuing up with people, realizing, oh crap, I'm not that good at this game, and then watching everything fall apart. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But um one thing I've learned from all that experience, like thousands of hours, is that perseverance and tr- just keeping at it is really good just to make but make sure you don't go on full tilt like they've said yeah because if you keep going at it and you know there's always the occasional bad player some guy yelling at you you do horribly one day or whatever it really does get to you but it's not going to get to you if you keep on trying and just per- really perseverance is this really important thing that people with like anxiety issues don't um what's the word i'm looking for they 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 they, they, it's not as pronounced yeah because like sometimes when people play and they do horribly they think oh i I should probably just take a break from final fantasy 14 and then they don't play for like a month 
and it gets worse when they try and resub back. You know, that's actually, that's a really good point. If there's a fight that I'm struggling with and then I put it down for a while, when I go back, I'm always, always worse. Like A lot worse. Th- yeah, and if it's a significant amount of time, too. E- even if it's a fight that I'm, I-, I was actually fairly good at or that I got through once or twice, if it's been a while since I've cleared it, like when I went back and got my Ramu EX weapon, it took me a, uh, took me a couple of wipes until I remembered, oh yeah, this is what the mechanic is with the balls. You know, so, uh, I, yeah, I think I think patience and uh, the willingness to to um, you know give yourself a little bit of slack. I think that those are also uh, that those are also important as well. Yeah, just I mean, you don't have to have the haters get to you, basically. Um, because there's going to be a lot of them. There's going to be a lot of very vocal oh, of people who, I mean, if you if you make a mistake that are going to want to jump all over you. And, and as one of our other, you know, one of our earlier callers had mentioned, even if you're not the one making the mistake, even if they're the one making the mistake, they're still going to want to jump all over you. So, yeah, having patience uh, is is a big part of it. And also having thick skin. I mean, this is the Internet and you have to, you know, you've got to you got to have to assume you got to be able to ignore something. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You have uh, to not care at some point exactly and really angry emails yeah exactly like i don't i yeah i don't care when i'm called out on an email big deal oh no it's a good thing there's no cameras just itunes reviews that's sweat that's that's no those are not tears you're crying from your forehead yeah right exactly uh thank you very much for the call nashu uh we uh we appreciate hearing from you and uh hope that you'll call back again uh so uh who wants to take this next email nika i don't think you've read one i'll do it all right all right hello to the lbr crew from scruffy of exodus I would like to start off by saying that while I'm a newer listener, I thoroughly enjoy your show and plan on listening for a long time. Keep up the good work. That's awesome. Thank you very much, Scruffy. Good evening. Oh, there's more. (laughs) There is more. I am writing in because of the raid anxiety topic that was brought up on last week's show. How relevant. Hey. (laughs) I was very surprised to hear that all of you get that feeling to some degree since I thought I was in the minority when it came to that. It's always seemed as though the entire player base felt comfortable to queue up for any content. Since I started playing this game, I've always been behind because when it comes time to queue up in the duty finder, I procrastinate for way longer than I should. If I remember right, a majority of you were talking about feeling anxiety queuing up for raid content exclusively, but I get that feeling queuing up for anything. Dungeon, trial, you name it. I'll even go watch MTQ and or Mr. Happy Guide, and I will still be hesitant to push that Q button. I know that some of my hesitation comes from being a tank and a dark knight at that. Since it's new, I'm still mastering that job, so I know I'm not playing my best already. My mistakes are very visible, and I hate being that guy who accidentally wipes the group. All MMO communities I've been a part of frown upon people who make mistakes, even though mistakes are a necessary part of success. I've tried analyzing my situation, and aside from being a tank, I've realized my anxiety comes from queuing up alone. If I had friends to queue up with me all the time, I know I would feel more comfortable because I wouldn't be afraid to make mistakes in front of people who I know, because while they might still give me a hard time, they would also explain what I was doing wrong and what I could do to improve it. Mm -hmm. Queuing alone, you never know what kind of people you're about to spend the next half an hour with. So what do you think, LBR? Any solutions come to mind about our dilemma aside from just doing it over and over until we feel comfortable? Any ideas to have an easier time pushing that Q button for the first time on a duty? Can't wait to hear your conversation on this topic. I might even be able to make the live show. Thanks for reading. I appreciate all of you, even Escalia, who gets so much crap from you guys. I'm curious why he still shows up for that kind of abuse. You're number one in everyone's heart, bud. Have a fantastic Woo. day, everyone, and thanks again. Oh, Aww. don't let it don't let it go to your head. 
Don't let it go to your head. You get, you get one email and you're suddenly like, oh, people like me now. I get one email and I'm like, oh. One person likes like, you. Yeah, one person likes me. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I liked I liked Atomic Tin Can's uh, 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 comment in the chat room. Get flaming Hot Cheetos and all your raid problems are gone. That's, uh, that's true. That's true. They will magically disappear. Although your keyboard becomes an atrocious mess of just cheeto dust so um it's a balance it's a balance you got to strike between those two and then once you uh like 10 20 minutes later then you have a different set of problems involving the bathroom yeah that's true uh so thank you very much uh for that email uh scruffy hopefully you did you were able to make this live show uh and uh and yeah I, i you know i i think i think we've given some pretty good suggestions, not just from us, but from all of the callers here today, too, on different things that you can try to bring down your raid anxiety. Because, a lot of good callers. Too. Yeah, a, a lot of really good suggestions from callers that, I, that you know, I would have never even thought of. Uh, you know, again, that I, that idea of recording yourself and watching it afterwards, I you know, something that I, that I kind of do, but I've never... You know, I've never, uh, you know, I've never actually like put it together to like make that assertion. Like, like the one where you just record yourself and watch yourself play. I never really thought to do that. Yeah, yeah. I should start doing. Th- well, wait. Uh, so- never mind. I can do that right now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can. <laughs> it's 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 available at twitch.tv. <laughs> it is. Right here at twitch.tv slash limit break radio. No, um I, I think I, I don't know, uh Scruffy, you might be a little bit your your anxiety anxiety might be a little bit more pronounced because I don't know that I have that anxiety when I queue for dungeons, especially if it's the first couple of days when dungeons are first getting put out. Right. I, I don't I, I think that there's a there's a common expectation that things are just gonna get fucked up within the first week or so of a new dungeon coming out yeah and so and so i I feel like the pressure is sort of taken off maybe i think maybe i felt like that when i was either newer to the game or uh you know the game like two like during 2.02.1 so i i I, but i think that that went away in time for me at least yeah i feel like people uh like dark knights in particular who are going through and tanking for the first time and now they're going through all the uh like level the high level stuff the yeah. level, level 50 stuff right have probably like a lot of anxiety with regards to that for the first time because they've never done it before but everyone expects everyone to know all those fights uh, yeah that's kind of true like uh the first time that i that we speed ran brayflox was kind of uh you know like I, of course, I know what the pull order is and what needs to be pulled, but making sure that I have enough MP by the yeah. time that I'm pulling that last pack, that's a bit of a dance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, Trial and error. Yeah, trial and error is going to be part of it. Mostly like, error. Like you said, uh, it, it, it is, it is going to be a big process of, of you know, just going up against it and and becoming more acclimated to the content and becoming more comfortable with it in time. Yeah, just actually pushing the button, though. I always say just close your eyes and pretend you're just pushing buttons and then ha- hit the Q button. I mean, like to actually, a lot of anxiety, I think, comes from seeing the name up there, seeing the little check mark and saying, like, Q for this dungeon. Right. So, yeah. like, honestly, like, just, just push it. And then it, once you do it and you've done it enough times to be comfortable with, then you'll have an easier time pushing it. In the, the first in time the is always the most difficult. The All first right. time is always the most difficult. So, yeah, don't, don't worry worry you'll be able to get uh to the other side of it all right who wants to take this next email here 
I got it. Okay. Hey, LBR crew, Draco Kiova, the bow wizard of Cactar. Uh, after hearing Nico complain about ley lines in show ep- uh, last show episode 22, if this one doesn't make 23, uh, me and my wife were playing uh, about we're playing about Shemaine's black mage. Wouldn't it be a good idea to cast ley lines and then move to the edge of that if uh, uh, of that way if an AOE targets you, the other edge should be still be safe enough for you to keep the effect. No, I uh, just wanted to keep uh, share that with the community and try to help all those special need uh, special. Excuse me. <laughs> 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 just change the entire context wow. of that sentence. Can wow. I get my her- serious? Wow. Can I get my horrendously insensitive comment <laughs> edit in here? Uh-huh. Just wanted to share that with the community to try and help all those extra special magical damage dealers out there. there Love the show, Midless Thing, since episode six of Old LBR. Jackson wow. needs to go back in the closet and bring back a hero. Oh god. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about uh, that one. Uh yeah. Uh uh, I, we could probably throw him back in the closet, but uh, you'll never see Iru again. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, also, if it's not too much, could you give a big shout out to the Moors Visit uh, Almina? Mortz, if the actual name is too hard for him. Uh, Mortz. <laughs> or a Morte. I don't know. Mor Vincent Omnia. Yeah, well, yeah. even his simplified version, you can't pronounce. <laughs> well, it could be Morte. <laughs> you don't know. Morte. Uh, and even a bigger shout out to my wife, uh, Lily Kirova. Well, shout out to uh, yeah, there you go. There's your shout outs. Uh, so thank and you. That is the last email Juxta ever reads. And a really, <laughs> really big well, shout out to the special needs. <laughs> god. Oh my god. Is that what we're, is that what we're calling astrologians now? Oh. <laughs> You know where this goes. (laughs) I I don't, actually. I have no idea. Uh, I just read this crap. (laughs) He's the one who wrote it. LBR is nothing but bad drops and whining. (laughs) So says our iTunes page. Yep. Uh, All right. Uh, Who's taking this next email? What's up, LBR? Suravi Ido Borez. From Hyperion server here. I've only been listening in since January, but I really dig the discussions on the show and hope it becomes an even stronger discussion based in the community going forward. That's awesome. We're glad that you've been listening and uh, thank you very much. Your clarification on Get Good really echoed with me as a somewhat hardcore raider. It should definitely be aimed at oneself, and I see far too many pe- posts on uh, OF and Reddit, official forums and Reddit, that are so quick to lash out. Oh, is that others. what OF means? Thank you. I had no idea. Well, okay. there's some. There's some. So, can be some you know, you know. <laughs> trying to make the content more accessible, Nero. <laughs> uh, just blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> that are so quick to lash out at others for one's own failings or lack of self improvement. And I, on a related note, and I apologize if it's been discussed in depth in an older show. I see an overwhelming amount of posts saying that things like Savage or even EX Primals are just impossible without a static or FC, which screams of defeatism. Defeatism. It, yeah, that is absolutely defeatism. It's a Pug gr- hero for life. That's a great word. And and for all yeah, for all of those. people people who say that that's fucking nonsense samus rage boner of a uh, friend of the show a1 savage cleared in pug right yeah yep. before Can't, nika's group i might before add. nika's group did it okay, although four that, out of eight was a static and they there were we go with a lot of gear you can't just say i was, it was i was scrubs i wanted to defend i was gonna i was gonna qualify that victory <laughs> because it is a little bit misleading to go that that they just straight up and i have been 11 percent. that's pretty good we're clearing Still on monday it. I not, we are clearing a Monday and you'll eat your words. <laughs> this is why people say you two are together. Uh, anyway. 
I'd like to share a brief story of my own progression. I consider myself extremely fortunate, but I hope others can see how it's not impossible to get into Endgame. I played FF11 for several years, from PC release to salvage bands, played 1.0 almost to the end, and followed several circles of friends onto Hyperion and A Realm Reborn. I also post on the BG forums, and I'm in the Hyperion BG social-ish link shell. One day, some guy just asked if any healer wants to fill in for a static on turn 4 as a full-time scholar. I said yes, and today that is still my group, uh, though I have to have had to change to Paladin, and I'm now rocking Dark Knight. Nice. Uh, statics are made every day. Statics can be upheld for years. It's all about the time you put into it and the attitude you take towards it. Yep. While our roster has changed since that first night I signed on, we have always stuck uh, struck a balance between going hardcore progression and maintaining a presence in real life. We don't have a leader. We tend to just come to a group decision. For a long time, we didn't even have a unified image. We were just a bunch of assholes in a link shell doing coil together. There you go. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, we are not the types who will uh, get rolled first just by the nature of not being able to push life aside for the game all the time. But we have always cleared before the catch-up patch to me, and that is a good enough goal to strive for. But this is a point I want made. To, pe- uh, to people who think that odd hours or a busy work or school life prevents you from being in a static, there are people out there who fit your schedule. I guarantee it. We have had people from all sorts of time zones and work schedules. Right now, our normal raid times are only a couple hours a night, a couple times a week, and maybe a few extra hours in one day if we feel really close to victory. We can still progress competitively. We are one of the few on the server, if not the world, to clear Alex too Savage on the first week, in spite of internet issues and all other real-life obligations. Nice. And if you don't want to be friends with your static that's fine too but i've got to say without these guys i would not have been playing for as long as i have it's not like we do everything together either it's just the group camaraderie you form after being unified for so long we bitch about lack of challenge outside of savage the hardcore uh tome gating lack of content and so on like many others we could be playing any game we just all happen to be playing this one but finally, getting away from the hardcore end for a moment, I want to reiterate that getting good is not just for elitists. I do not understand a mentality that would rather, by choice, take longer to reach the same outcome by, say, omitting chunks of your rotation, not healer deep sing, or off uh, tanking in uh, tank stance. Time is money and time is finite. Enjoy the journey, but don't linger, for there is much more yet to see. P.S. Fumful. Dark Knights who ask me, the other tank, whether I want to MT or OT... That's main tank or off tank, Nero. Yeah, just, so, just so you know. And then <laughs> I'm just, so glad you brought this I, to a grinding halt I'm, to tell me that. Sorry, I didn't know if you knew that or not. Uh, and then what? just use grit without uh, dark side either way. Yeah. Sincerely, a rambling raider. What uh, does PS mean? <laughs> Uh, anyway, thank you, a rambling raider, for that uh, fantastic email. Uh, can't agree with you anymore. Uh, but uh, yeah, don't fucking. If you're off tanking, put. God damn it. Put grit down and always have dark side up. Always. Under any just, circumstance. Just, just always, do it. Always. Uh, not only that, if you're running out of MP, there are a lot of MP tools that you have at 60. Uh, you know, it, it's not just uh, it's not just that one cooldown that that translates the uh, the the damage that you receive into some uh, some MP kickbacks. It, it you can you can it, it, if you're doing packs and you've got carbon spit up, don't don't dark arts it to get one big hit on one mob. Fucking use that bitch to get some MP back. Like the the tools that Dark Knight has, uh, it's really interesting. Dark Knight is, I think, the most interesting job because 
it takes context from from DPS and uh, and from from other jobs. Like you know, for example, tanks generally you don't have to you don't have to worry about laying poop on the ground. But with Dark Knight, they they didn't just give you an ability that puts poop where you are. You actually they were like, nah, fuck it, let's give them a targeting reticle so that anyone <laughs> anyone who's played Bard will probably have a pretty easy time with this. But if you've leveled the other two tanks, you're not going to have any idea how to do that. You know, like it's not a hard thing but it can be a little bit complicated working that kind of shit into your rotation if you're not used to it so i I mean like that's why dark knight i think in the end becomes a little bit more of an advanced tanking job because it uses concepts like having abilities off cooldowns and targeted poop that you learn from other jobs so uh it's not just a copy paste of the other uh tanks in there anyway that's that's my little rant about shitty things i see dark knights do all the time and use your gap clothes god damn it i don't see enough people who use that um so thank you very much for that email uh very very great email uh nika why don't you take this next one on? sure this next wall of text here yes. we go <laughs> good luck with it that. is <laughs> hello limit break radio hosts duke burden here from the cactuar server and over the last couple of weeks in heaven's ward i've come to a conclusion ff14 is boring side oh, face i have had several discussions in link shells and with my gf whom uh which i played ff14 with about with this topic i am a six-year veteran of ff11 and she's a five-year veteran from wow we've had our nostalgic discussions about the games and we came with the games we came from and how amazing they were during their prime very early on i noticed a concerning trend in 14 it's repetitive i also noticed that fcs are almost pointless outside of company buffs yep because <laughs> uh, your static is really all you need to progress yep have we said uh, that on the show before i think i think, we, I think we, have. we have i think we have i think this is a new concept <laughs> Every patch SE releases is the same package of stuff. Oh, here we go. Three dungeons, one new X-Primal, and a new 24-man raid, or a new endgame raid. Regardless of this, and with my static at the time, we cleared all the content fairly fast as it came out. So here comes Heaven's Ward. The hype is real. And it's a new patch that I basically paid for. The formula is still the same from 2.0. Two dungeons to grind at the end, two X-Primals, not three, and one endgame raid. Let me guess what's next. Three dungeons, two of which will be hard modes, a new X-Primal, and a 24-man raid. No way! Where does this 24-man even fit, by the way? We already have gear at 170, 180, 190, 200, 210. The gear progress progress is still the same. Yet, you get weathered gear that you upgrade with items from the endgame raid, or if you don't raid, you'll buy the items from seals with hunts, Hunts again! Stop repeating the formula. Heaven's Word was supposed to be their time to be innovative, but instead they decided to continue the formula. I get it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But that shit is boring. Heaven's Word, the same game now with flying. Now, before any Dildonian... Wow! <laughs> Dildonian! I like that. That's wow, a great, that's, good that's one. That's a new one. Like Before it. any Dildonian out there decides to check my Lodestone prof- profile, yes, I have not started Alex Savage, but I don't plan to, not yet. I've never been a cutting-edge progression raider, but I have cleared a majority of the 2.0 endgame raids pre-Echo. I hate to do this and compare ele- uh, to compare to FF11, but that's the game I have the most content context with. FF11 at Sky, C, Dynamis, Nizel, Iris, Isles, Salvage, on Harrier, NMs, H&Ms, ZNMs, BCNMs, KSNMs, all of which provided something you can do or earn at max level for gil or gear. FF14 lacks variety at the end game. I know 14 is a baby compared to 11, and wow, I'm not forgetting that, but in two years, they could have added or done something different by now. And please don't tell me to level alt or do crafting gathering. That's not end game. That's filling my time. Gil feels almost useless in this game except for teleports and gear repairs. In FF11, if you were broke, you felt fucking broke. Nika made an excellent point a couple weeks ago and said that if the divide is 70-30 for endgame uh, content, it 
sure doesn't feel like it. One X Primal that currently gives the best weapon until you buy your Esoterics weapon, and Alex Savage is in 30% endgame content. What else is there to do at endgame? I love Final Fantasy and Square Enix, but with this frustrating and concerning path that FF14 seems to be following, I'm not sure I'll be playing that much longer. I feel like I'm playing MMO equivalent of a dead-end job. No room for growth, none in the near future either, and I know exactly what I'll be doing a year from now in this game. Probably farming three dungeons, fighting one new X-Primal, and running endgame raids or 24-man raids while capping my points for the week, and buying three scratchers at the Manderville gold saucer in closing i would like to reinforce that i love final fantasy the whole franchise and square enix but this email comes from a place of concern not hate towards 14 thank you for your time i love listening to the show and can't wait every week for new episodes sometimes i listen to the same episode three or four times um a nero style outro i'm duke burden and i'll keep listening thank you very much duke that was was a bad one i think you just summed up salted earth in like one email thank you like the whole premise well this is where our bet stems from i have a feeling that be simply because the things you mentioned i inherit or salvage etc didn't come when the expansion was released i feel like we will get more things and nero doesn't that's our competition. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but thank you very much for that email, Duke. Uh, great. I'm Duke Burden, and I'll keep listening. It's uh, that was that was certainly a great email and uh, very good insight. So uh, our next email comes to us from Clockwork Heart of Malboro. Uh, Glamour is the true end game. Hey, you're here. But how does LBR feel about new players still leveling who uh, who glamour all their gear to keep a specific look from one to fifty and beyond? Is it worth glamouring gear you'll you'll only be in for the next few hours or days? Uh, do you or did you personally glamour? Your leveling gear. Uh, I'm at I-183 and holding out on glamoring any of my gear till I get my 190s or even 200s. But I know once I get there, the 210s or the 220s will be within my reach and I'll probably hold off on glamoring till I get those. Meanwhile, my brothers change their glamour weekly to keep things fresh and my girlfriend has a specific glamour that she likes and will re-glamour gear upon every upgrade even if it's hourly uh and how would you feel about glamoring to different races and or even beast tribe races uh similar to the halloween spells that turned you into a bat or an imp from clockwork clockwork heart of malboro still listening thank you very much clockwork heart what do what do prisms cost on malboro server that you're worried about having to change it all the time well, i mean like a, a thousand gil well, no, dude like level three prisms are like 9k yeah, they yeah. Cost certain a lot. prisms like level threes or level fours like smithing and armor craft those are like seven They're to nine k especially especially when they do stuff like when they took all of the pvp gear and took the rank yeah. restrictions off of and it and then there was none on the auction house oh yeah there was like no I, there was no I armor a stacks in 99 when they were like 400 there were no armor craft grade threes on the on the uh market board for at least three or four days i sold four of them for 20k each i mean uh, someone (laughs) sold someone price gouged the shit out of them juxtaposition (laughs) oh my god oh well you know you Uh, it was you you were that guy (laughs) all right real quick how do you i mean uh, how do you guys approach glamour i mean i know i I you change yours a lot like Uh, what pretty much all the time but when I was leveling, and I'm leveling Summoner right now, and I decided not to change my glamour just so I can give all the new gear like a fair shake. And then look at the gl- gear I have on now. That's my Summoner, and that's not glamour. And it looks really good. Yeah, it looks it looks not bad. Not bad. So, uh, obviously, I change it probably about 
once or twice per week based on my main job just because I get tired of it. But uh, leveling? No, I'll, I'll wear what SE wants me to. I even wore that awful fucking melee stuff at 58. It's like a big, long yeah. tapestry monk robe thing. It's yeah. awful. I uh, I tend to find something that I like and stick to it for a long time. Oh, like the Odin helmet? Or if something that's really <laughs> ugly and stick that's to it. That's my that. head. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's my, got that's, giant that's horns growing face. out of his head. You have a face. I do not. Fair. That's a lie. You can't prove that. I'm uh, sure I have a screenshot somewhere. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, when I find something I, I tend to like, I stick to it for a while. Uh, Forever. I have been changing stuff more recently. I, I, I will change on a slow, incremental basis. He changes one piece of gear like every month. I have a theme that I'm working inside of, so... The Black Knight. Yes. That's exactly I don't, that's the I theme. Glamour yeah. my level. Like I, I only glamour like my end game progression gear, and only if it's so, like really ugly. Like right now, all my Alexander gear is glamoured to the log gear. Will you I, guys? Will you guys glamour out of something that's totally fucking hideous, even if it's at like level thirty or forty? Like yes. Guys, if it's like oh a, my God. if it's like a um, pair of pants that are just they're not pants. They're just it's just a thong like a subligar. Yeah, I thought you said something bad. That is it is. Black mage. Trust me, I did glamour one of the robes back to like the level fifty-five robe just because they were so similar, but the other one was cooler. So I did that. But in general, if I'm leveling and I know like tomorrow I'm going to have a new piece, it's not worth it. All right, there you go. All right, uh, thank you very much for that email, Clockwork Heart, and uh, that's kind of just uh, Scully. What the fuck? I don't think you've changed your. Nope, I'm wearing the Iron yeah, Works gear since fuck? I got it. It's awful. It's amazing. Iron Works gear is pretty cool. No, stupid. Iron Works gear of maiming is some of the best gear in the game. No. It looks terrible. I will never change off that gear. It is. Ugh, it's all off. I really like the Bard Iron Works body. I have that. See, look how cool this is. I like I like how you decide that this is going to be my armor now after we have done all of the banners and stuff for the website. Like now, it, it, I don't. Th- that's definitely not what you were wearing on our last uh, the last what? time we took a team photo. I didn't have <laughs> that armor when I got that when we took that photo. Wasn't I still in dark light? Uh, maybe dark. No, which I think is sad. Which is sad because when you took that uh, the the banner photo after it, I wasn't playing at the time. (laughs) That's right. You're not even in that that one. I haven't been on the banner in like half a year. I think it's kind of funny how for the uh, the banner at the top of the website, I just changed my bard glamour or not my bard, my uh, scholar glamour, just because I thought it looked the coolest. Yeah, and now I'm actually. Uh, and I was like having a book and I was reading it or whatever and I was cool looking. And now and, you're and now I'm a summoner. Yeah. Legit and I have a book and it's like come full circle. I, and it's like oh, it almost works. I, I and I'll and I will kinda you know, I will kinda qualify my statement and say that I do get a bit more attached to my glamours just because of things like the website and having to do <laughs> art for it and stuff like that. So uh-huh. I too much effort. Uh it is, I put a scalia on the banner trending on Twitter. It is a lot of effort. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, let's uh, let's take two more emails here, and then uh, I think uh, I think we're gonna have to uh, to call it good after that because uh, man, we got a ton of emails again. If we didn't get to your email, I apologize. We're uh, on page ten now. Yeah, well, uh, if we don't get to it. We'll put it on the one for the next episode. The thing is, is that uh, I I want to I actually want to skip ahead here from where we were, and I want to take the last two. Uh, actually, the last three. Uh, hang on. Um, let's let's take uh, let's take Kaz's email, Kaze's email, 
and then the one right below it from uh, from the person who dis- who wants to remain anonymous. So, uh, what up, LBR? Great job with the show. Keep it up. I really enjoy listening to you guys. Until fairly recently, when I decided to leave the game because it was too time consuming, and the people that I kept meeting were just dicks. Yeah, with a capital D, capital D dicks, capital D dicks. Uh, well, after coming over to Sergeant Tannis from my original server whoa, I think whoa whoa you need to read it as it is which is sergeant tanus sergeant Tan- i didn't even catch that okay <laughs> well coming after uh, well i after- think you just spelled it wrong i don't know no, I, I don't think that's a pun i, I don't no, think so don't- knowing where this email goes yeah. i don't think so i don't well, think so well maybe uh, uh well after coming over to sergeant tanus <laughs> from my original server i figured it would be better boy was i wrong <laughs> The most elitist sorry sacks of shit are on your server. Wow. I can't believe how many dicks are on there. And I gave it a fair chance after multiple FCs, but these assholes don't help for shit. Even the link shell you guys have, I was able to get a couple, uh, get help a couple of times, but damn, I suppose uh, new content, uh, I suppose when new content is out, that's all the concern, uh, that's, that's all they're concerned with. Uh, since Heaven's Word is all people rave about, uh, I wanted to tell you what I think. It's fucking crap. The jobs, <laughs> the jobs are shitty. The bugs took forever to work out, uh, uh, but the storyline dragged and was lame. Thank you, Mister Happy. Uh, uh, yeah, thank you, Mister Happy Show, for ruining Heaven's Word. You owe me thirty nine ninety nine. You bastard. I don't. That, that's that's a quote. I don't know. Is he saying that, or did someone else? say that i have no is idea he saying that to mr happy i have no idea i'm not sure uh, well, it's, just so you guys know it's quoted that it's part. quoted so yeah so whatever we're not, that's we're not certain what that came from. whatever that's supposed to mean there's that Maybe there's a joke running with mr happy uh i made it to vault on my uh dragoon at level 57 uh but was so disenchanted that i stopped my sub and quit on the spot due oh. to due to work i play uh I, I can only play at certain times so i was more of a casual player although Although I wasn't the best player in uh, every party, I had a couple of classes that were at level 50. I wanted to add that you guys spoke about uh, during one of your episodes where you mentioned dungeon anxiety. Uh, it's a certain type of player that can beat all of Coil and learn mechanics. I suppose that FF14 was just not for me. It is truly impossible for me to beat T5. That shit broke me. Uh, laugh out loud. Joke all you want. Uh, uh, I'm so fucking pissed that that shit <laughs> I tried and uh, can't whatever. Okay. <laughs> I kept moving and just noticed that this shit really ain't for me. Uh, I hated the way some assholes judge people by their gear and uh, if they execute a combo in a certain way. Well, what else do you have to judge somebody by? For Christ's sake. <laughs> hey, uh, you know what? If they want to do uh, spinning slash gust slash and then the... Uh, a non-combo DOT. That's their prerogative. <laughs> You're okay? right. Yeah, That's it's their, their tw- fourteen dollars a month. Do judge, what the hell you want. Judge me by my glamour. <laughs> I, I, 
Uh, I used to play that shit to get uh, away from stress and still more frustrated than when I initially started. Uh, You're all talented on the show, and it was great to learn tips and try to hashtag get good, but fuck, I tried, and I just hashtag fuck it and quit. Uh, That being said, uh, I ain't gonna bitch because I suck at the game that I liked. Uh, Anyway, uh, to all those fucking uh, capital fucking dicks uh, with uh, uh, of Sergeant Tanus, you win, you pieces of shit. Fuck all, uh, fuck you all. Uh, I wanted to, I wanted to say that uh, your show and team is doing a great job. Uh, I really hope you guys uh, the best, and thank you for not spoiling the story, and thank you for all the times you get on Juxta. That shit ain't just ain't right. That shit just ain't right. Uh, but he's, but he's a ninja anyway. Take care. Oh, I don't know what that is. What does that have to do with this? It's, it's, it makes sense. Okay, you guys give me shit a lot, but but you're a ninja. But he's a ninja. I'm a ninja. Anyway, anyway, take care, all. Uh, I never got to write in to you guys and wanted uh, to end my FF14 run uh, with a letter uh, to say thank you and take care from uh, from K. It's either K's I or think Kaze. It's Kaze. Kaze. I, it might Kaze, be Kaze. I'm assuming, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I know that we have a Kaze that that, that hangs out a lot in the link shell and in the chat. I don't know if this is that person, but anyway, uh, cheers to you. You got your email read. Uh, For the first half of this email, I thought Nero well just changed his name to Kaze. <laughs> Uh yeah, good luck wherever you end up finding yourself. You'll be back. You'll be back to four. I have I have I want to make a note that I don't think his hashtag of uh hashtag fuck it and quit is gonna catch on like get good. I don't think it will. <laughs> I, I like it because it. I use the ampersand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, who wants to uh read this last email and uh please note that this person would like to remain anonymous. Nika, I'm volunteering. Okay, I'm volunteering. All right, so from an anonymous user, he says, Hello there. I need some advice to a problem I'm having. I am a good player. Leveled my ninja to 60 in four days, currently taking my time, grinding my miner and my goldsmith to 60 for now. And I have been trying to get into a static for a while since the drop of 3.0. I have been getting the, no, you're not welcome here, talk from a lot of other statics. Well, recently I find out that a fellow FC member and former raid leader who claims she runs with MTQ's group um, and her former members went around to a lot of other statics and told them a bunch of BS about me telling them from I don't do mechanics to not doing my rotation right, considering none of them played ninja at all, to outright telling others that I am a disruptive player, which is not true at all. And in and even before that told me outright, you will not clear any endgame content in 3.0. I try my best to be a positive and helpful player to the server, considering the reputation that Behemoth server is known to be a not-so-nice place, as per the message boards, and I do the best I can. And I got to the point where using Party Finder, and I get booted from the groups just as the fight starts, and I am left with dealing with Duty Finder to clear as much content as I can. I don't have the money to switch servers nor change my name. The FC thinks it was okay for her and her former group members to do this to me. I feel like I have been giving given a bad rep, and I feel left out when the FC leadership asks if anyone needs help clearing content. I say I need to clear it, and I get pushed aside. It makes me want to quit the game and tell people to not play this game, as it has been a very tough time for me to do anything endgame content related. I need your advice, and I feel like I am being gated due to other players and not by my own hand. I want to do the harder content, and I know I can clear it, just no one wants to give me the time of day because of what happened. Also, for all the crybabies that want the content to be nerfed to the point where it's handed to them, I have one thing to say. Get good. I certainly did. 
well, thank you very much for your email. Uh, and this is, I mean, this is uh, a pretty... The seedy underbelly of uh, Endgame this rating. Is, it's a pretty serious... I mean, I, 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 you know, I don't want to make jokes about this. Uh, I think that this is a pretty serious problem. They wrote in, uh, and and this is, this is clearly a problem for them. Uh, what do you guys... I mean, reputation is uh, less of a big deal in FF14 than it was in maybe a game like FF11, where servers were... You were... For, you could not you didn't even have the option even if you had the money to jump servers if you wanted to so uh i i i don't i think that this has been a topic that we haven't talked a lot about but i do think that reputation in an online game is a very important thing and this is a great example why um i mean i I don't want to be the debbie downer but i feel like most players don't spread that kind of info just yeah. because so like without realizing it you may have pissed someone off or done something to that person that really made them want to spite you and you don't realize it um because i i just can't think of someone who would really go into other people's statics and just say don't invite this guy he's annoying it's, like there's got to have been something that has caused that but, but they're going they're in not, this game though but they're going they're going a, a, a step further and going he's not he you know he doesn't know how to do his rotation he's bad for your group and encouraging other groups to not take him i mean i've never dealt with i i've, I've never dealt with that in in ff14 yeah, that's why i find yeah. it hard because like i i mean when we've been trying to find we went through like five million different black mages when we had to our static and we would like we would trial people we would kind of look at their rotations and their dps and if they weren't making the cut we would say sorry um we're gonna trial someone else yeah we wouldn't we wouldn't go into their other groups and start saying these people don't do their rotations right, right. even if they didn't right because so you're not you're not a like, you're not a human piece of shit right Nico. so it's like either you really just got unlucky with the type of people you messed like you were played with or like you really did something horribly wrong to this person that you don't realize because i cannot think of all the bad players i met in this game i would never go and try to sabotage because like, again because you're not a you're not a gigantic shit pile I've never you're not seen a dildonian anyone else, any, but i've never seen anyone do that like if they say oh you know like that guy's not a good player i'm not going to invite him to my okay, party okay all right but but just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean that it wouldn't be easy to do think about Fair. how easy it would be to do in the abstract and then just i mean you know like if it's an abstract problem like it it is easy enough to do it's easy enough for anyone to to try to down on and trash anyone's reputation especially if you know the other groups that are you know that are pushing end game or uh you know are are uh you know uh uh doing activities on the server whatever you know what i mean like there are groups there are notable groups that exist out there and behemoth again behemoth has a specific reputation where you know kind of everyone it, it, it's a it's yeah, a like, that server i just feel like there's been so so many people are just more like i'm never going to invite that person to my group again you have to really hate someone to want to sabotage their reputation in every group that's why this seems really no but but again you can hate somebody for a lot of reasons and then it is very easy to sabotage them so you know like we don't know we we don't know why someone got a, a, a you know a bug up their ass about this other person it could have had nothing to do with their playing it could have it could have been something as simple as 
they had macros for their abilities and that person didn't like it or the macros had biggie lyrics that they didn't like or something you know some fucking stupid like that there are a lot of reasons that people get annoyed with other people and it's easy to to just trash somebody's reputation and shit all over it now we don't know why they did it but it's been done what can they do about it i think at that point you're if if it's if it's truly so bad that whoever this was has enough i guess credit to their name that other people will believe them and no one will take you at that point you make your own group you need to be trying to lead your own it's episode. not but it's not to be people who haven't heard of you yeah, I think exactly yeah. there are there the are seven people who don't know who you are yeah, and, and, and trashing your name, you do either make your own group. And I know you said you don't have enough money to serve a transfer. How much is it? Like 20 bucks? 10 bucks? 10 bucks? 20 so, bucks? I think it's $10 to change your name. Either way, you know, like don't go out to eat a couple times this month and you'll have the money. So, yeah, like, save just, up and, save up and come know, somewhere good. Save it up and try. I mean, if, if really Behemoth is as toxic as you say it is, that's probably not the place for you. I'm going to, speak. but I, I I don't know. I would love to. I would love to be able to give this guy a little bit of advice. That's not just change your name and move your. I service. don't know what to do with this. What, was it it? what advice like, do you want to give? It sounds like he's tried everything. It does. So, I mean, it, it legitimately does. I'm going to be hashtag raid leader juxta is a dick and look say and to say look within oneself. I mean. In my experience, like, there's all kinds of Facebook groups uh, bashing people who play poorly, and they call people out by name and stuff, and I'm not going to remember that person. And I don't know anyone who, like, knows other raid groups and take their opinions to heart. I mean, most people would just, you know, look at that person with their own eyes. So I'm saying if uh, people, like... If you're not having a good time because people think you're a bad player slash person, maybe you're a bad player slash person. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know you. But that's uh, the thing. We really don't know the situation. We as LBR so are not, that, we're not is, really, that is valid. I mean, it, it is perfectly I valid. Mean, it could be. It could actually be. To be honest, that's like the only thing I can really think of that would cause this is that you have your reputation for a reason. Lonely. That's in what I was trying to say is that it might even be something so simple that you haven't realized. Like maybe you said something that offended someone and they didn't let you know that. Like they it could. could be yeah, that's possible. That's possible. I, I mean, it, it could be something completely aside from. They're yeah. from being a player, from how they play their job. Like, were, it's not were, necessarily... Maybe your name is Rape Babies. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that would probably make people not want to play with it. It would definitely they were, make them uncomfortable, at least. Yeah. yeah. They were talking up Joffrey from Game of Thrones. That's what it was. Like, that guy's nope, a cool cat, that, that, See, I don't want to raid with you anymore. I'm going to smear your name. He's a king. Not anymore, yeah. <laughs> Why? What happens? <laughs> he meets. His, he gets exactly what he deserves. Uh, all right. I think that that uh, that wraps it up for emails. I I, yeah, I wish I had some better advice for you. Uh, Twenty bucks. Come to a different server. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you get to that, if you get to that other server, and the same thing happens, mm, time to look at yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I wish we could give you more advice, but I think you have tried everything. It's it's either it's it's either a case of uh, very uh, dedicated harassment or it's something within you. Like right. it's you're the problem. Either it's you one, ran it's into one some of, shitty one or the ass other. people, or like, 
Should we should we make a low level character and just go to Mordon or not Mordon? Go to Idleshire and say, "Hey, what do you think about Lonely and Limsa?" <laughs> and see to see what happens. Yeah, go, a, make character on another server. Let's see how that goes. Would that be a good social is, experiment? We're going to test that, it. Is that is that what you is that the the anonymous name that you gave that emailer, Lonely and Limsa? I yeah, like is it. That a, is that good? One? I thought so, that. It was sort of like a Dear Abby sort of thing, kind of like Sleepless in Seattle. Okay, yeah, I guess. Lonely and Limsa. Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah, yeah see. Alliteration and everything. Uh, all right, so that's going to do it for emails. I know that we didn't get to all the emails that we were sent, uh, but thank you so much uh, for all of your emails, for all of your calls. This has been a very insightful show, and uh, you know, again, uh, raid anxiety is uh, something that a lot of people, you know, kind of uh, experience all at the, you know, like we all kind of, kind of know it. But there are also there are you know total psychopaths and sociopaths out there that don't experience fear whatsoever. So uh, if you're one of those, congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, that's Enjoy your next beheading. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a skill I wish I had, uh, but uh, it's okay because I don't torture cats. Um, anyway, uh, thank you very much for all of your insightful thoughts on raid anxiety. That was very specific. And if you uh, if you have more that you would like to say, uh, send us an email, hosts at LimitBreakRadio.com. Uh, we'll try to read those on the next show. Uh, we may have a little follow-up to this if uh, more people want to... Uh, you know want to discuss it because it's been an interesting topic uh so that's going to do it for limit break radio today i want to thank all 403 people that are watching us live right now on twitch.tv slash limit break radio if you're listening live and this is your first time catching the show or hanging out on twitch.tv slash limit break radio i want to encourage encourage you to hit that follow button and come back and hang out with us all the time uh we do stream ff14 and other games on this channel so uh come back uh if you hit the follow button and you'll get an email notification every time we go live and uh, you can uh, come and chat and hang out with us uh, for more than just Limit Break Radio. But we do Limit Break Radio on this channel each and every single Sunday, generally around two. Sometimes the time frame uh, flexes in there. So uh, if you want to be kept abreast of uh, all of the current times, uh, make sure that you uh, follow us on Twitter. That's at Limit Break Radio and like us on Facebook. That's Facebook.com slash Limit Break Radio. We also have our website at LimitBreakRadio.com where you can find our podcast. If you missed any part of this show or want to listen to any of our old shows, head on over to LimitBreakRadio.com and check out our full episode archive going back to 2006 when we started this show for Final Fantasy XI. And uh, as I said at the beginning of the show, we are on the cusp of rolling out a brand new website design. So be on the lookout for that in a couple of weeks. It makes finding our old content easier and it displays our newer content way better we hope that you like it we 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 hope that it'll actually serve you as a website far more than our current design does right now uh there'll, there'll also be other cool things like uh uh, live updates if somebody's live on twitch.tv slash limit break radio what they're playing how many people are watching them that's all going to be available at our website limitbreakradio.com alright that's going to do it for episode number 24 I want to thank my co-host uh, of course uh, juxtaposition Ascali Arayumasa Nika Kayanian and even though he couldn't be here Kahlo Landis uh, he'll be missed yeah he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll be back next episode I'm sure but you know what 
what? He is going to be here for Final Encounter Cast. That starts at 7 o'clock here on twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. So if you're listening live, stick around. That's going to be coming up in just a little bit. So again, thanks to my co-hosts and for all of your calls and emails. I'm Nero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Scry De La Rosa, Zurian Urexin, Satori Komeji, Carquin Elbarn, Rajan Nelka, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.